Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The Internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. Do you know what those things are? Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. We are streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and DLive. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. 
If you want to be part of the show tonight, the number to call is 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can join the Discord at troubledminds.org. Also, please join the Discord at fringe.fm slash chat. A couple different uh, Discord servers going on. Uh, it's exactly the same program. Very, very uh, minimally invasive. You can uh, meet all kinds of new people and uh, share ideas. And uh, the communities in both places are amazing. So please do those things. If you have not joined the Discord yet, please do. Lots of smart folks over there and uh, lots of good information being shared. And uh, more importantly, the vibe. The vibe is the, the most important thing to me there. And the communities in both spots have been just absolutely amazing. And uh, like I said, uh, I learn a ton of information from uh, from pretty much everybody. And very much like I say, I, it's, it's always been a sort of a crowdsource situation with this show. Um, and so as a result of that, I do appreciate people sharing links, people sharing ideas, people uh, actually putting out show ideas of things to come in the future. I mean, there's a whole lot of stuff going on in there. So like I said, don't miss out. Get in there, please. Uh, troubledminds.org. Uh, click the Discord link on top, fringe.fm slash chat. Get in there and say hi. Lots of sm- smart folks. Um, all right. So tonight. Now, now the thing, as you know, if you guys listen to the show, you, you guys know that I watch the news cycles very closely and I try to pick out what's going on with uh, the propaganda, right? With the, uh, whatever's happening with, um, you know, in particular, we watch UFO news, we watch the space news, we watch all kinds of stuff. We watch the political news a little bit, just, just in the, in the broad sense that you can kind of, um, maybe discern what's happening by what they're saying and what they're not saying. So in any case, uh, as you know, this past several weeks, and in June in particular, this month, has kind of been, as the Night Stalker out there put it, the summer of saucers, meaning that this disclosure effort, this disclosure narrative is reaching a fever breakneck pace. And we are now, what, 10 days? I believe it's 10 days from the actual release of the six-month UFO report that was tucked into that COVID relief bill back in December. So it's coming. I mean, that that stuff is on the way. And so as a result, I think we're getting, we've seen some marketing efforts by uh, Oreo. We've seen some marketing efforts by other things coming up. And, and I I don't know, like, uh, like, like me, you know, uh, I think, I think to, to really understand this stuff, and this is just one guy's opinion, right? Like, please trust me. This is, like I always say, I'm not a doom preacher. I'm not the arbiter of truth. I'm not the answers guy. I'll never be that because I don't have any inside sources. I never work for the government, any of those things, right? It's okay. Uh, it's okay to be wrong and to speculate. And so that's really what I'm doing here. So if I'm wrong, and as part of that, like I said, being wrong is a symptom of also sometimes being right. And that's, uh, that's really, the right to be uh, the right to be wrong is a kind of a long-winded way of putting that, and I think uh, I think we uh, we have the ability uh, to do that. So in any case, so watching the information kind of come out in the past several weeks here with all the UFO news and all the rest of this, it kind of got me thinking. Right? It's like wait, so now we have the the government kind of coming out and saying, look, these things are probably real, right? And, uh, you know, I have my criticisms. I've talked quite a bit in the past about, um, you know, the, the, the videos, how they aren't diverse enough, you know, like the Project Blue Book as that, that actual um, uh, government project went back in the 60s with J. Allen Hynek and Quintanilla and all those guys. It, it ended up becoming a um, sort of a a cover-up, right? I mean, if we're being real, that's what pro- the original Project Blue Book actually sort of became. It was a cover-up, right? 
But uh, it didn't stop Jay Allen Hynek, uh, the the chief uh, actual scientist that was working for Project Blue Book, from believing uh, in UFOs at the end of it. Right? He he actually opened his own UFO institute at the end of the at the end of Project Blue Book, a private institute. Right? And that's still up today. That website is still up today. So you can uh, fact check me on that. That's the truth. But the the thing here is that. Uh, when, when I listen to this stuff and watch watch the propaganda kind of come in and out of the news cycles, especially with UFOs, I get particularly suspicious because, you know, as we've stated in the past, of course, this is a conspiracy show. And we talk about often uh, how the media is kind of intertwined with the CIA back to Operation Mockingbird and Project Mockingbird, two different things, but uh, very startling revelations came out of those uh, back in the day. Right. And so. Like we say, like is probably the truth of the situation is those programs don't stop. They just rename them. All right. They call them something else. Uh, It's, you know, part of the information operations game these days or whatever they're calling it. They've changed the name. So just because it doesn't exist anymore doesn't mean they stopped. They just changed it so that the FOIAs couldn't get to them as easily. You know, it's that whole game, the government dance of the black budgets and the, you know, uh, trying to avoid the FOIAs as much as possible. And when somebody's onto them, they close down a program and open up a new one, you know, things like this. But anyway, I digress. So point being is that, uh, a lot of this stuff going on right now that makes me suspicious of government is uh, the media. <laughs> so, right? I mean, not 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 just, you know, there's a lot of things you could say in particular to be suspicious of the government in general. But the media and the way they tip their hand here, it kind of makes me shrug and scratch my chin and do the proverbial, hmm, what's going on here? So as I'm reading these news cycles and kind of staying really close to this to just try and figure out what the heck is going on here, uh, I was... Uh, on the Washington Post. And I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but I was on the Washington Post. And uh, this article uh, caught my attention. And this is uh, just from yesterday, I believe. Uh, let's see, June 10th. Yeah, no, a couple days back, actually. So, uh, so here's the thing now. This is, this is the headline. And uh, it, it, it is thought provoking. And so that's really why it caught my attention. But the headline is this. Contacting aliens could end all life on earth. Let's stop trying. All right. And it says, whatever the UFO report says, it's time to set some rules for talking to extraterrestrials. All right. So, so you see what I'm saying? Like just the headline alone kind of makes the brain spin in so many different directions there. Okay. And of course, this is just an opinion piece, but um, uh, the Washington Post does a terrible job of actually, you know, uh, telling you which is which. So for all we know, this is this is real news, right? And one of the the uh, the this 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 isn't the paper of record, let's say, but it's one of them anyway. Uh, but okay, so so as we know, like it starts as you would expect this article to begin, and it's talking about this um, six month UFO report. It's talking about the how the Defense Department has uh, you know released these videos of the 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 gun camera footage of the FLIR incidents and, you know, all the stuff we talk about all the time. If you're, if you're, if you're new and you're not really following, there's a ton of that information. You can go back, check out our archives, tons of stuff where we've just kind of dis- dissected this six ways from Sunday. Okay. Uh, but, but we'll, we'll, uh, we'll fill you in as we go, but okay. In any case, check this out. So it continues. And, uh, again, the headline contacting aliens could end all life on earth. And so let's stop trying. 
Okay, well, uh, I was like, all right, so uh, here we go. So this is now this is where the article gets into the meat and potatoes here. Uh, it, it, it starts like this. Some scientific circles have already been debating questions about whether to try to contact other civilizations. It's a topic of profound importance for the entire planet. For 60 years, scientists have been searching with radio telescopes, listening in for possible signals coming from other civilizations on planets orbiting distant stars. These efforts have largely been organized by the SETI Institute, right? SETI, of course, stands for the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. Seth Shostak, famously or infamously, heads up that, uh, that outfit. And he's, uh, he's been on, on uh, record as basically a notable skeptic, okay? So he's out there searching for aliens. Uh, he doesn't discount that they're there. They're probably there, he says, but we, we have no evidence of that yet, okay? And he's heading up SETI, which is the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. The article continues, and so far, they've had no success. Getting impatient, other scientists are now pushing for a more active program called METI, M-E-T-I, which is Messaging Extraterrestrial Intelligence. Uh, and if, right, of course. So it... it comes from it, it starts with we're going to search for these things right uh seti the search for extraterrestrial intelligence but then it kind of morphs into medi we are going to actually actively try and message these entities out there wherever they may be okay so of course uh the the premise of the article here is that very much like uh many many people have said in the past is that uh maybe maybe we shouldn't right i mean maybe uh this is uh this is one of those situations where we probably shouldn't be trying to draw attention to ourselves now i mean not that we're like you know a covert species here you know with all the the microwaves and the radio waves and all the satellites and all the you know all, all the noise we're making in space it's not like we're at the ninja civilization or anything but uh, i think actively sending signals out to particular areas of interest might be a mistake i don't know i don't know so what do you guys think about that as as we as we talk about this tonight like i said we're broadcasting live on the fringe fm streaming live on d live facebook and youtube and we are taking your phone calls so if you want to be a part of the show tonight give us a call love to hear your take on this do you think first first off the first question tonight is this do you think we should spend time and energy trying to contact extraterrestrials that's the first question and then the second question which actually begins to to draw open this conversation a little bit more is do you think there's a danger and if we send out signals to the cosmos that maybe we draw attention to ourselves in a bad way uh, meaning that let's say there's an extraterrestrial race out there just doing their thing, you know, farming their solar system or whatever it is they do, right? Whatever, whatever aliens do, who knows? But then they're, they're, you know, tickled by a signal that comes from Earth that we sent there intentionally. Of course, you know, uh, the speed of light and the distance of space and the, there's all these challenges, right? So there's like these really huge challenges for doing this the old fashioned way. But even so, Putting the feelers out and asking for attention from extraterrestrials, which which may or may not give a damn about us, is that dangerous? That becomes the second question tonight. So that's really what we're talking about. And then, of course, like I said, it, it, you start to think about these things. And then, so what if? What if? Again, like I said, this is conspiracy speculation theater sometimes, so let's do that. So what if? What if we do contact a an, a, a, an alien civilization, all right? And let's say that... Uh, 
much like us stomping over an anthill, which has been uh, an, an analogy used many times before in the past, uh, th they could give a damn about our existence. They're, we are nothing but ants to them because of our, our uh, you know, uh, technological advance is such a joke that we're animals, right? So who knows? You know, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe it's, um, I don't know. Like, like uh, once again, I don't presume to know the, 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 uh, so there's a couple things here. So I don't, I don't pr presume to know the intentions of theoretical alien civilizations. Okay. I just want to make that clear, but I am speculating is that's all right. Well, do you think it's dangerous to kind of reach out and try and message these entities? That's really what we're going with this. And so that's the question tonight. That's what we're kind of what we're looking at. And then, and then, right, you take it to the next level. So the, that's where my brain goes. It kind of cascades down the hill badly sometimes. And you end up, uh, all right, so then uh, should we message these, right? This headline from the New York, uh, sorry, from the Washington Post, contacting aliens could end all life on earth. Let's stop trying. And so now with this headline, and uh, again, an opinion piece from the Washington Post, it is what it is. But uh, if we do contact some sort of extraterrestrial intelligence, do you think it could end all life on earth? And then, of course, how would that happen? And so what comes to my mind? Well, the war of the worlds, <laughs> the war of the worlds, right? Uh, so, uh, you know, everybody remembers that old uh, infamous radio broadcast and, uh, you know, the aliens are invading and they say people committed suicide, which, again, is also a, a fabrication of sorts, as far as I understand it, that uh, it wasn't as bad as people made it out to be uh, after the fact. But in any case, it kind of leads me to kind of down that that thought process as, you know, as as again, conspiracy speculation theater a little bit. And uh, and then as a result, do you think what do you think it would play out as as uh, an actual alien invasion? So that's what's on deck tonight. That's what we're talking about. Those are all the things kind of on my mind as I think about all this stuff, as I think about the news cycles, as I think about uh, pieces like this in the Washington Post, as I think about all kinds of different things. Right. Is uh, should we be concerned? Should we be reaching out to aliens? Uh, and if if we do contact them, do you think that we're possibly in danger? And I don't mean Project Bluebeam style of like the government using the premise of a fake alien invasion to steal all our rights. I don't mean that. I mean, Independence Day style, right? Actual alien invasion. That's what I'm talking about. So, uh, like I said, we, we, get, uh, we get the opportunity to go out on a limb sometimes. And so we're doing it. We're going to go out on a limb here and, and speculate on what that might be. And I also looked into a few things, which is pretty interesting, is if you, uh, if you start digging, there, there are actual government programs that have been put in place to actually stave off an alien invasion. If you can believe that, if you can believe that. So we'll get to that tonight. That's what's on deck. Lots of, lots of good things to talk about uh, as we kind of think about this and consider these possibilities. Like I said, I'm not trying to tell anybody aliens are about to invade. All right. Like I said, we're doing conspiracy speculation theater. All right. So sometimes it's a little better than the news cycle. So we're just going to roll it like that. But uh, you get what I'm saying. So should we contact aliens? If we do, is it dangerous? And if it's dangerous, what does that look like? What does that danger look like to us? Actual alien invasions? 
<laughs> I think, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, we'll see, I guess. Uh, and, and of course, you know, there's some there's some folks who, you know, if you if you go out there on the the, the edge of the cliff, right, like the the very very end of the uh, the branches, right, where where the 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 limbs are very very thin and weak, you'll find guys like well, I'm not going to mention names, but you'll find people that suggest that uh, you know all this stuff is um, already happened, or all this stuff is right. And I mean, you know who I mean. I, I don't mean like speculation i mean they're like you know have websites up and they're making careers out of uh doing things like this so so in any case that's what we're talking about tonight and uh if you want to be part of the show uh, we got a phone call coming in we'll take that in just a sec but uh that's what's on my mind tonight if an actual alien invasion happens how will it go down do you think the government and the world is actually able to defend ourselves and uh yeah that's what we're talking about so Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go to this phone call in just a sec. And uh, as we continue, if you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can also join the Discord. Lots of good stuff there. Like I said, lots of smart people in there. And that, that those conversations go on 24 hours a day, guys. So do, do go join the Discord. TroubleMinds.org. Click the link on the top. Fringe.fm slash chat. All right, let's go to... Uh, the Copper Mustache. Copper Mustache. What's up, my friend? You're on Trouble Minds with Mike. How are you tonight? Hey, Mike. What's going on, buddy? Oh, you know, um, so alien invasion. Deal. Uh, Voyager uh, in 1977 recorded a golden record with all our data on it and sent it into space. So we've already tried to contact everybody in the world, or world, <laughs> galaxy, universe, whatever we'll call it. And um, so we've already accomplished step number one, if that's what tonight's topic is about. Yeah, no, exactly. So uh, I do remember that that was and that was Carl Sagan and his colleagues that actually put that together right on the Voyager probe. They put uh, uh, depictions of humans and are I think they put some Louis Armstrong music on there, something like that, right? They put about just about everything on there, you know, male versus female, uh, uh, pictures of people. Uh, they did everything, but it was on a golden record that was on, on there. And Voyager is still, I think, still in motion throughout the galaxies. Um, so we've already tried that. Maybe, conspiracy theory, here's a long one. Maybe that's why we are seeing all these people, or all these people, <laughs> Uh, maybe that's why we're seeing all this stuff in San Diego and across the world uh, with these alien sightings all of a sudden. Maybe somebody found it. Maybe, right? Maybe it's out there. Uh, I think, uh, I, I didn't look into that in particular, but I do believe they have an approximate based on its speed and trajectory where they, where they think it is now. But uh, I think I think part of the problem with that is is sending out a probe like that is it takes forever, right? You got to send a signal, like a speed of light signal, because that probe is going to take forever just to just to get outside of our solar system, right? And then past that, who knows how long it's going to travel? But but anyway, I, I get your point there. We've tried. I mean, that's just maybe the first try. But uh, so the question for you then is: Should we continue trying? Do you think there's a danger there if we continue, or or like you said, is it possible? Well, Conspiracy I, land. I, I'm with you. I that think somebody. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. I think we've already done it. I think we've already done it, so why keep continuing? You know, let's 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 everybody else let's us do it. You know what I'm saying? Um let um the earth go out and find uh uh 
other creatures or other alien forms or whatever the case might be, but we've already tried it. I mean, we've, we've attempted it. Um, other governments haven't, but the United States have. Maybe other governments have tried it. We don't even know. Um, but it's been tried, and it was 1937, so it's been a long time. Uh, that thing's been out there for a while. So uh, even at its mundane speeds, um, it still traveled quite a long ways. Um, and all it takes is one little uh, catch of somebody floating past it to say, hey, what's going on with this thing? And uh, like I said, in the last, what, year or two, all of a sudden we've seen all these amazing um uh, alien or UFOs, let's call it, um, really cruising throughout the uh, United States. Okay. All and right. the world. All right. So you think we have. So how about this? Do you think we're in any danger then? If the aliens are now aware of our presence, do you think we're in any danger as, as a uh, fact of that, uh, that, that happening? I don't know, but it's kind of like putting a, it's kind of like playing a Russian roulette in a way. Because um, we don't know what is out there, and we don't know if it's positive or negative. Um, so to do it is really a risk. Really playing like roulette. Yeah, I agree. I, I think I think uh, it's something we should pay attention to. As uh, if we're we're asking for trouble, possibly, right? Uh, uh, trying to pick a fight with a uh, a bully that we can't stand up to, uh, or maybe not. Who knows? I'm just uh, using human terms to describe interstellar relations, possibly. Copper mustache. We got to go. You know what that what that music means. I appreciate the phone call tonight. Thanks for kicking off the conversation. As always, thank you. Thanks a lot. Talk to you soon. There you go. You guys want to be part of the show? It's as simple as that. Appreciate the phone call. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. We're talking about a possible alien invasion. Don't go anywhere. More after the break. Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are broadcasting live 
On the Fringe FM, we are streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and DLive. Tonight, we are taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the show, the number to call is 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can also join the Discord at troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link and be on the show that way as well. Tonight, we are talking about an actual alien invasion. What I like to call conspiracy speculation theater. And so it goes a little something like this. What do you guys believe is the reality of this situation? Do you think that uh, there's something to this, this, uh, this whole... So the thing that actually makes my mind move here and uh, try and keep up with the rest of the stuff that's going on is that uh, the media is just going full-on nuts with UFO nuts, with the summer of saucers, with uh, the UFO craze of the six-month UFO report, and it's just kind of flooding news cycles. And, you know, not so much as it was a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever that was, when uh, the, these UFO stories hit the the actual um uh what is it uh 60 minutes 60 minutes right and so it, it wasn't quite like that uh that, that was like a flood of ufo news for like 10 days straight it was crazy but it uh it uh it ended up a little bit weird right a little bit strange a little bit uh uh, now we're sort of in limbo, kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop. We had we had a uh, you know a possible leak of this sixty day U- or a six month UFO report. I don't know, like I don't know what to make of this stuff, but I do know that uh, kind of considering these things is uh, it does make me it, it, it's interesting to think about. All right, and so that's what we're talking about tonight. And so we started with this uh, this article from the Washington Post that uh, begins like this. Contacting aliens could end all life on Earth, so let's stop trying, all right? And so, of course, it's an opinion piece, which, you know, they barely put on here because they don't want you to know that. They don't want you to know where the news stops and the opinion begins. But uh, it's just an opinion piece, so it's just, you know, one person's opinion. And this article was actually written by uh, Mark Buchanan, all right? And uh, this was on June 10th. And so... I mean, like this is this is what we're looking at. This is the speculation of the coming, uh, whatever's happening going forward here, is that uh, should we stop trying to contact aliens? Because well, uh, maybe as the copper mustache has suggested, maybe we've already contacted them. That Voyager probe that uh, was sent with the uh, the golden record and all the things that uh, were, were supposed to give information to the aliens about us, right? Maybe that contact actually happened already, and so maybe that's what's uh, kind of uh, brought about this uh, this disclosure movement. And maybe, you know, Lou Elizondo and guys like that, maybe they know these, uh, they know this, maybe, who knows, like I said, conspiracy speculation theater is what we're doing tonight, kind of going out on a limb a little bit and just talking about what a possible alien invasion might look like. So uh, as we go, we'll, we'll continue looking at some of these articles. I got all kinds of stuff pulled out. You would be surprised. You would be surprised if you have never gone down this rabbit hole, how many sources out there suggest that uh, not only is an alien invasion imminent, but uh, that the governments at large have a plan in place to handle these things. Uh, so we'll, we'll get to that stuff as we go tonight. But uh, again, if you want to be part of the show, it's 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And uh, this is Troubled Minds. And let's go to Beachwood. Beachwood in Massachusetts. What's up, my friend? You're on Troubled Minds with Mike. How are you tonight? Oh, I'm doing wonderful tonight, Mike. Um, it's a good show, good topic. I got a little couple things to say about it. But um, first, I wanted to mention, I meant to mention it to you on the other show. I was listening to the radio the other day, just the regular radio, and they were talking about UFOs, and they played this little um, 
this little clip and it sounded like the the intro to your show man it was it was weird so it's it is it is trendy they said that i can either confirm or deny thing and i was like wow that sounds just like troubled minds <laughs> but, uh, yeah people are getting into it yeah, uh, that's that's uh, that's what that, I think. That's why it makes it an interesting conversation, right? Because in the old days, we were the conspiracy nuts. Now everybody else is trying to get into the game because they're like, "Wow, people are interested." Yeah, <laughs> who knew? Yeah, <laughs> who knew? Yeah, it's it's a cool thing, and um, you know, as far as contacting, you know, extraterrestrials and exploring the galaxy, I think at some point you're gonna have to if you want to really know what's out there, and. As far as like an extraterrestrial race coming here, I can see them wiping out humanity, but for a, if they're a biological creature, for a biological creature to wipe out all life wouldn't make sense to me because just, uh, biological creatures, you know, need life to live. We consume living things, even plant matter, they're, they're living. Um, if we were to leave the planet and explore, we would need to find biological life to live or bring our own, like they talk about, you know, terraforming Mars. But we would be searching for, you know, life resources. I mean, resources are important, things like oil, metals, uh, you know, whatever you want to say. But biological life is what, you know, keeps everything alive. And we, we live very comfortably, at least me as an American, you know, having to worry about how to get something to eat isn't always, you know, something people worry about. There's, there's even the opportunity to steal food, which is wrong, but the food is still there. And that all comes from, you know, biological stuff. Um, at some point, the human race is going to have to leave the planet or go extinct. That's a choice. Probably not in our lifetimes. Um, but I know... Like, whether aliens are dangerous, I think it would depend on their situation, just like us. If we went and found intelligent life on another planet, yet we were still living comfortably here, it would be peaceful, there would be ethics involved. Uh, if, there, if things weren't well here and we're on the edge of, you know, losing everything, things won't be peaceful and ethical. Uh, human beings don't like to lose. They don't like to die. If there's an opportunity to take something, it's going to get taken. And that, that's the, like the primalness that most of us don't get to experience. But the key to survival is adaptation. No matter what it is, it's, you need to adapt to the situation. And like a person, no matter what they want, what their greatest desire is, what they have, if you take them and hold their head underwater... A couple seconds will go by, it'll be okay. But then, you know, 30 seconds, a minute goes by, all they're going to want to do is take a breath of air. They'll forget about everything else except getting the breath of air because that's what they need to live. And society hasn't quite experienced that yet. If there's an extraterrestrial race that functions the way we do and they're experiencing that, yeah, they'll probably wipe us out and, you know, take what they need to live. Uh, if, you know, the earth is a desirable planet, but, um, I, I want to explore space. I was thinking the other day at one time you could walk down to the ocean and people actually didn't know it was on the other side of the ocean. 
Like I, I look across the ocean. I know that Europe's on the other side. I know it, I know it's there. It's not like a lie. I know it's there. And at one point, people didn't know. People actually didn't know that mystery was still there. And people love mystery. It's it's weird. We love things that are rare. We love to explore. But it may. I think we may be coming to a turning point where it's a, either way. It's going to be a chance, like the Russian roulette thing. Whether to take it or not, I say take it. Whatever, go for it. But, um, you know, that's just me. But as far as worrying about it, it's, uh, I mean, it's really, I'd say 50-50. You know, it, it all depends. There's other variables and elements that play into that. But, um, yeah, that's just my take on that. Yeah, you got some You got some fantastic points in there. And, and I just don't know that, uh, like I said, I Trust me, I'm not. I'm not. This is not fear mongering. This is this is exactly like I said, conspiracy speculation theater. So it's just kind of like a, some thought experiment, kind of down the rabbit hole type stuff to think about as possibilities, right? And so that's all I'm saying. It's not uh, this. The, trust me, I don't believe an alien invasion is imminent. Nothing like that. I just I just want to be clear because sometimes people uh, misinterpret the things I'm saying. Uh, he try to read between the lines when uh, I'm not that type of guy. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a say what I mean type yeah. of guy. But uh, but okay, so some fantastic points there specifically that if uh, you know if they've been here for a long time and they wanted to take us out or you know had the technology to get here for much longer than us, uh, of course you'd figure that if it was a threat, the threat would have already come and gone, right? They probably would have already taken us over. Another one too is that uh is that the, the whole threat narrative thing uh is it may be a human construct of sorts right because uh if you if you end up um as an alien race race you, you would expect to at some point be maybe enlightened right more than humans and so like you said maybe uh to them life is a sacred thing and not something to be stomped on and burned and you know uh, dumped on the bottom of an ashtray type of thing so so you got some really good points there man that is very true. And humans kind of have a notorious reputation for being that way. I hate to say it, but they do. It's just the way it is. It's, it's society. But, um, oh, man, I had one more point. It just slipped my mind. But uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll remember and uh, give you a call back. All right. But yeah. um, You know the number, no, my great, friend. You know where to find me. <laughs> and uh, I'll keep listening, my man. Okay, I appreciate it. Thank you, uh, Beachwood from Massachusetts. Thank you for the call, and we'll talk to you soon. Have a great night. Take it easy. Thanks, man. You too. There you go. Uh, simple as that. So tonight we're talking about, uh, again, I like to call this conspiracy speculation theater, right? And we're, we're kind of postulating on the idea that a, an alien presence may come and uh, be hostile to earth okay and what would that look like all right and and we'll get into some of that as we go basically war of the worlds right i mean i feel a little bit at home here because we're on the radio and we're talking about war of the worlds right i mean that's kind of what we're talking about so it's uh you know it's kind of like where uh that uh maybe that uh, the the infamy of that conversation really started on radio so uh i think we're maybe we're at home here discussing this stuff but anyway that's the case that's what we're talking about tonight and we started with this article here. If you're just joining us, I know uh, radio folks come and go. So let's just uh, recap real fast. The Washington Post uh, posted a uh, post. Washington Post published a, a uh, an article here. A it's an actually a an opinion article. Okay, not actual news. But the the headline is contacting aliens could end all life on Earth 
Let's stop trying. So, uh, so back to that. Do you think that? Uh, the, so the questions tonight are, are, are several, actually, and kind of starting at this point and going down that rabbit hole of all right. So if aliens are possibly hostile, should we stop trying to contact them? Right. It's uh, it's one of those things where we don't know what's actually happening. Uh, you know, the the population at large. Some of us, you know, may may think we have a better idea than others, but I don't think anybody really knows until you can you know blow the alien whistle and uh, have a you know. Um, Arf from Alpha Centauri show up, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, once that happens, okay, fine, you, you win. You were right all along, right? But I don't know, until we until we can get to that to that point, I just don't think that, uh, you know, the answers to me are, let's say, um, insufficient, okay? Not moot, just insufficient, all right? I think there's uh, there's more, more data we need to kind of collect here. But okay, so as a result, though, uh, going back to this piece, contacting aliens could end all life on Earth, meaning that if, if we contact an alien civilization and they notice something about earth that they don't like about humans maybe that they don't like who knows maybe they go to reddit first you know they tune into uh, our internet and go to reddit or facebook first and they see what vile hateful the poofling and monkeys we actually are maybe they'll decide that 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 maybe uh it's best for us if they take care of that for us <laughs> if you know what i'm saying uh, but anyway like i said uh, the, uh, please don't take it in the fear-mongering sense we're not talking about that we're just kind of discussing how this might play out if we contacted these aliens and if they were actually hostile when they came and uh and actually found earth so let's go to this now this is from uh, a website called we are themighty.com. And uh, I linked it a little while ago, but link, I'm going to link it back in the chats here. And uh, this is some interesting stuff. Like I said, you, you'd be surprised at some of the things that uh, get, uh, you know, you can find on the internet. I mean, maybe not, but uh, when you start looking for stuff like this, uh, actual alien invasion type stuff, there's there's a whole lot of, um, of, of data out there, a whole lot of opinions, a lot of takes. And and again, we'll get to some of that as we go, but also some, some government agencies that are in charge of um, uh, kind of keeping keeping us ahead of the alien alien curve meaning the uh, hostile alien invasion anyway so this is from we are the mighty.com and uh this this is it right here uh, it says this is written by david grove on april 16th of 2021 it says this is earth's best best defense against an alien invasion and so uh of course there's good stuff in here and he's got an entire phases of how to fight against an alien uh incursion of sorts right a hostile alien incursion which i thought was amazing i'm like okay well this guy actually went through and and did some uh some interesting takes on you know what it might look like to to fight a battle in in space and uh you know and some of these other things so we'll go through some of this as we go tonight but uh but just curious interesting fun and uh, like i said uh, you know conspiracy speculation theater a little bit uh, what what does it look like if uh, if we get invaded by actual aliens not the fake alien invasion right that uh, goes around in conspiracy circles not project bluebeam i mean what if it actually happens all right what if it actually happens and if you recall uh, there was that uh, that reddit thread a while back as i you know just got done crapping on reddit uh th- there was a reddit thread that uh was discussing a government a, a government insider uh that is now out of the government that says she was contacted by extraterrestrials and there's a council of seven extraterrestrial races all right so let's just go with that and she says that three of them are on our side three factions but four factions are hostile and they went to get the motherships and bring them here because something has to be done about the scourge of humanity so there you go so we can go with that one i guess but uh, interestingly back to this article we are the this is earth's best de- best defense i can't say it 
Earth's Best it's a Tongue Twister Defense Against an Alien Invasion. And it starts like this. Uh, uh, phase one, he says, using space debris. All right. Uh, meaning essentially a piece of space debris as small as a screw could destroy non-shielded spacecraft just coming out of light speed to enter Earth's orbit. We could send missiles to destroy our own satellites to create a shield of debris around the planet, which will either destroy a large amount of alien spacecraft or, at the very least, hinder their ability to enter orbit, which would buy us enough time to prepare for the second phase. Now, how fun is this? How fun is this? Like, this is the stuff I'm talking about, right? Like, I was like, all right, is there is there anybody out there that's actually gone through... You know, maybe the this speculation theater, this conspiracy speculation theater that I'm, that I'm describing here, and uh, try to play out what a an actual hostile age alien incursion might look like. And this guy did. His name is David Grove, and he published this this year, April sixteenth, twenty twenty one. Fantastic stuff. So, so let's go. Uh, let's. Uh, there's phase one, right? So, if we if we destroy our own satellites and cover the atmosphere with debris, uh, it might be dangerous to incoming alien vessels, right? That's what he says. Phase one is, which I thought is fascinating as hell. So uh, let's continue. He says that'll buy us time for phase two. Now, phase two, he says. Attack during entry. When a shuttle re-enters the Earth's atmosphere, it experiences heat of up to 21,140 degrees Fahrenheit due to friction with the air. The extreme heat and thermal energy disrupts many communications devices and onboard sensors. If an alien spacecraft experiences those same effects, the moment of entry into our atmosphere would be a great time to use a terminal high-altitude area defense system, THAAD, he calls it, intercepting incoming spacecraft that without sensors would be difficult to see coming. Then, of course, we prepare for phase three. <laughs> like I said, how fun is this? How fun is this? This guy's uh, kind of played it out in, uh, and laid it out in this, in this sweet article here. Phase three. He says there's a couple options for phase three. And uh, option one would be nukes, of course. Uh, if the if the invading aliens are anything like us, they're probably coming to Earth to colonize it. In that case, we could prepare all of our nuclear weapons and hold our own planet hostage. If these aliens are in fact hostile and wish to cleanse the planet of our uh, filthiness, then we threaten to detonate the nukes, which would render the planet uninhabitable and many of our resources unusable. Take that alien scum. I like this guy. I like this guy. I may have to hire him as a, uh, the, the general space force when uh, they, they enlist me, which they never will. But uh, all right. So option two of phase three. So instead of holding the earth hostage with nuclear weapons against a uh, hypothetical alien invasion. And of course, remember guys, we're just talking about this in the, in the fun way, not the gloom and doom way. I have no reason to believe this is imminent. I just thought it would be a fun discussion tonight. So that's what we're doing. So, okay, let's continue. Phase three, option two, he says would be guerrilla warfare. If our invaders are coming from a distant planet, light years away, their continued siege might prove very costly. After all, interstellar logistics are probably pretty complex, so humans could resort to uh, making life on Earth as nightmarish as possible by operating as small guerrilla outfits. It'd be something like the Vietnam War. Over time, the cost of war may eclipse any potential rewards, and the aliens will withdraw. Hopefully. So, uh, like I said, uh, a little, a little bit, little bit fun, kind of down that rabbit hole just a smidge and, uh, considering some of these things, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I think it's a fun conversation. Please don't get me wrong. We're just having a good time tonight and talking about, uh, 
kind of this in a in a more of a war of the worlds type tongue in cheek way, and less of a uh, alien uh, invasion is imminent. So just uh, like to be clear, I want to be clear on that because, like I said, some people uh, misunderstand me a great deal sometimes. So, but anyway, that's what we're doing tonight. So if you want to be part of the show, uh, we had a couple of great calls already. Looking for a couple of great more calls, and that would be you, of course. If you can hear me, I'm talking to you. Give us a call at seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. That's seven zero two. 957-1037. We got a break in a couple minutes here coming up at the top of the hour, but then we got plenty of time for you tonight. So what is what are your thoughts on this as, as we kind of do that conspiracy speculation theater and consider what a, an alien invasion might look like if uh, we contacted aliens and they were hostile and they came here at Independence Day style? Uh, do you think that we'd have, you know, Will Smith there to save us is kind of what I'm asking. Or do you think not? Do you think not at all? Uh, and I think that's, uh, <laughs> that's what's going on. What's up, Daryl? Yeah, this is live. Uh, this is live, Daryl. How are you? Yep, we're doing this live. Uh, we don't do this any other way but live. Uh, okay, so that's what we're talking about tonight. We are talking about uh, the possible alien invasion. And it kind of spurred the idea in my mind from uh, this, this Washington Post article, contacting aliens could end all life on Earth. Let's stop trying. So there we go. That's what we're talking about tonight. That's the conversation. And like I said, I think it can be a little bit fun. It doesn't have to be so, so doom and gloom. And um, thanks to this uh, nice individual on the website, wearethemighty.com, we got maybe a an interesting look at what phase one, two, and three might look like if we're actually uh, fighting back against an alien incursion. So like I said, pretty good stuff. And uh, that's what's on my mind tonight, because why not, right? I mean, would you rather talk politics? Right? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I'd rather punch myself in the face than talk politics. So, uh, uh, yeah, uh, you know, some nights uh, we talk about aliens, and so that's what we're here doing. So, once again, if you want to be part of the show, this is uh, Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. We're taking your phone calls live tonight. We are streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and DLive, broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And the subject is the alien invasion. What happens if this is actually going to happen and like i said conspiracy speculation theater nobody get too worked up i'm not saying it's imminent i'm saying what if it is though right we're playing that game a little bit so it's okay please we're not fear-mongering none of that stuff just having a conversation tonight if you want to be part of the show give it give us a call at 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 and we'll, uh, we'll continue talking about this stuff. Uh, as you can see, uh, we like to have a little bit of fun here on this show. Lots of things that other, other people do not discuss, we do. Because why the hell not? Why the hell not? Once again, Troubled Minds, I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More alien invasion and talk about what we could do about it or what we can't do about it after the break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Fine. 
finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Broadcasting live from a secret bunker just off the extraterrestrial highway. Somewhere in the desert sands outside of Las Vegas. From somewhere in space time, loosely labeled Generation X on planet Earth. questions of you in earnest into the digital darkness all right good evening and welcome to troubled minds radio i'm your host michael strange and this is the show where we talk about all the things you're not allowed to talk about you know what those things are aliens conspiracy the paranormal the government academia the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the Upside Down. Tonight, we are discussing what a fake alien invasion, oh, I'm sorry, not a fake one, what a real alien invasion might look like, and I like to call this conspiracy speculation theater. We are streaming live on DLive, Facebook, and YouTube. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM, and we are taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the conversation tonight, give us a call at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can also join the show using Discord, which Discord is a chat client. It's a voice client. It's a fantastic thing. It's uh, like Skype used to be, but way better. And uh, you can find the Discord link at troubledminds.org. Click the Discord. Discord link right on top of the uh, the website there, and we have a fringe Discord rolling as well. Uh, lots, it's the same program. Uh, lots of two communities basically commingling, having a good time talking. And if you want to be part of that, please join all of the discords. It's uh, like I said, it's one program. Fringe.fm/chat and get in there and say hi. Come say hi to all the fine folks that are listening on uh, on Fringe and also on all the other places we're streaming here. So okay, uh, we have a phone calls on deck. I appreciate all the enthusiasm, like I said. So let's just go straight to the phone calls. Uh, 
And again, tonight we are discussing, let's just reframe this just real quickly so that uh, if you're just joining us, you understand where we're starting tonight. Uh, we're starting here. We're starting with the Washington Post. And they said, contacting aliens could end all life on Earth, so let's stop trying. And so it kind of, uh, you know, it got me started with the whole thinking process of what it might look like with an, a real alien invasion. And so uh, that's the conversation tonight. So we've got phone calls, so let's go to the phone calls. Let's go to, I'm not sure who this is, but uh, what's your, you're on Trouble Man, tr- I can't say it, Trouble Minds with Mike. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Hey, it's uh, Derek from Mass, the Night Stalker. Derek, what's up, my man? How are you? Pretty good. I'm calling from uh, the store, so if you get a little background uh, music, that's the, uh, the store music. I can't really control it. All right, no sweat. Every 10 feet here. No sweat. You sound great. Go ahead. <laughs> um, i got to be quick, um, but i got a couple of thoughts on what would happen if a, if a, if aliens ever invaded. Um, do you ever see, uh, or first, I just want to say that it's probably a terrible idea. Like, it's probably not going to work out well for us, A, if it's like a it was like Independence Day style type thing, if we're dealing with biological uh, entities like we are. Um, they're either like they have all their stuff together or they're probably like us. So they're probably like, they're probably more parasitic, like the Borg or whatever. Um, but with that being said, uh, I've, I want to, like, I, I've been dying to like, uh, get like a short rave radio or some kind of CB radio and just kind of like flip through the uh, channels and stuff. There's, there's some movie on Hulu where like these three guys like go into the woods, like, uh, like all, like all summer basically. And they've all kind of like tech in their car and stuff. And they end up being the ones to like make first contact with, uh, with whatever's coming with that, whatever signals coming. And the, the whole vibe of it just seems like so relaxing and just seems like camping with like a sci-fi twist to it. And I feel like that'd be cool. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, there, go, go ahead. I know you, I know you're short on time. Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to try uh, So, but as far as like an actual like invasion style, like, or, or what would happen if like real independence day style craft came down, uh, um, there's that classic quote from Stephen Hawking where he talks about it would be like when Columbus or the uh, conquistadors or whatever came over to North and South America and how it didn't work out that well for the indigenous, whether it be viruses accidentally or just the intentional um, seizing of everything that they have. Like, they're, they're coming here for a reason if they're coming here. Like, if, if they're incentivized to, like, make the trip after we contact them, it's either to hang out with us or to, like, take what we have, pretty much. Um, but... Did you ever watch the show um, Falling Skies? It was back in like the early, really back in like probably 2009-ish range. Ne- it was on for like four or five seasons. Never seen it, no. Um, starring that guy, uh, like one of the guys from ER, like one of the big guys from ER. But essentially it like takes place like a year after Aliens Invaded. And they're, pretty, and they're having to like bunker together and form these little militias and it's all guerrilla-style warfare. And it's pretty badass. It was on... Um, TNT back in the day and it was like it's one of the better uh, network shows but they they're doing it like how we, how you would imagine if we if our technology just got wiped away if we get hit with this big EMP, EMP pulse or whatever and we get us we're back in the stone age and then we get to deal with futuristic technology you know how would we deal with that it would need to be like extremely guerrilla um, most likely we would try to figure out what their intentions are like what their relationship with us is if, um, and like try to like Trojan horses somehow, like try to like whatever they are snatching up, if it's people or whatever, if it's people, if they're snatching up people, then our most likely what we do is put a virus inside the person and use it as bait. And hopefully that would work, you know, that um, makes sense. that's terrible, but that's probably what, what <laughs> it ended is up happening, you know, <laughs> it is um, terrible. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. They would try the, they would try the independence day virus first. Like Bill Gates would be all over that. And I would imagine like Bill Gates, like 
like right in the back of some jet or whatever, flying up, trying to like into the ship to, to do his, his like his um his Jeff Goldblum impression. You know, like I'm gonna do, it. I'm gonna save everybody. This is my chance to like really get him on my side. You know, and then just blows, and it just blows up. You know, that's what I'm, that's what I'm, that's kind of what I'm expecting. But um, there's another movie coming out soon. The uh, final trailer just dropped today. Um, it's called Tomorrow War. I think uh, Clyde talked about it a few weeks ago. And, uh, like, when the first trailer had dropped, and essentially what they're doing is, like, they're being wiped out by, like, an alien invasion that takes place, like, in, a, in like, 30 years from now or something. And there's just not enough people to deal with it. They're just, like, they can't, they can't deal with it. So they invented a time machine, and they're using that time machine to go back and, like, get old or get people who end up dying in that alien invasion to, like, fight again and go back and getting them, like, in the past to occur along it was if it was if it was 10 years in the future to go back 10 years in the past and get like chris pratt 10 years younger because he ends up dying in the invasion anyways so it won't affect the timeline or i don't know it's weird but that's the kind of like that's the kind of length you would have to take if we if you were to like have to come up against something like this i think what would most likely happen is that i'll end with this is that um we would use robots it would be ai it would be ai versus aliens and this is like if if they win that's when AI would really take off. That's where they would take claim control of the planet. But we would use like bio, like those, all those bio hybrids that we were talking about, all kinds of like any kind of like those robot dogs. We make them as scary as possible and as big as possible. We would use that um, giant Gundam robot thing that Japan's building, but we make it a war thing. Like it'd be, it'd be Pacific Rim, like giant mech robots and half AI androids and cyborgs and and like super soldiers and all any kind of crazy sci-fi stuff we've been building the last few years. We have to throw it all at them. In the hopes that like they're not like wait they're not too godlike you know like what if it was like Thor what if it was like those aliens like as guardians who like you who each of them could destroy our planet on their own let alone if they had an invading like, an force you know it'd be tough like yeah no I, I know my plan it's apocalypse. a tall order what's your plan <laughs> what's your plan like, <laughs> I'll end with this sorry but like, I know like for the apocalypse my plan had always been like my resources are very slim. Like I can't really like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have a huge artillery in my house. I don't have like basin stock full of, of stuff, but I work at the supermarket. So my plan had been like in 2012, I, re- I tried to work a 24 hour shift, but I ended up like working just overnight um, in order to be in the building in case, um, in case the announcement gets made. Okay. Aliens are coming. Cause as soon as that announcement gets made, it's going to be pandemonium. Everyone's going to be running for every kind of resource. So my plan was to be inside the building because if I'm outside, there's no way I can get my, I can get in. That's the ones who get in are going to be the ones with the packing the heaviest artillery. But, but I know my terrain the best in here. So I would hide and try to like survive once like things settle down and try to like piece my way up from the bottom that way. And that's kind of what we would need to do. We would need to like, we couldn't come up against them as an opposing force. If they're so much more advanced than us, they will wipe us out. We would need to like kind of go, okay, here you go. And then hopefully, after a few months, like take out their king or their their queen hive or whatever, and they would go. I don't know. It would be bad for us. Essentially, is what I'm trying to say. I, I'm you glad know? you're on my side, my but, friend. Uh, I'll let you. I'll let, I, I, I'll let you go. I'm I, I appreciate but, uh, it. Really great show tonight, you guys.
Thanks for the call. Thanks for the call. Uh, that's a Night Stalker. That's Derek from Massachusetts. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for the call. Great stuff there. And so uh, what we're talking about tonight is, uh, as, as you heard part of that, yeah, it's uh, what would an alien invasion look like, all right? Like an actual one. We're not, you know, again, a conspiracy speculation theater a little bit. And uh, we're not talking about Project Blue Beam and fake alien invasions and government interference and things like that. We're talking about the actual thing. What if it actually went down? How do you think it would go down? And do you think it's a, a dangerous thing for us to be contacting aliens? Uh, we got another call. Let's go to Adam. Uh, it looks like Adam in Ohio. You're on Trouble Minds with Mike. How are you, my friend? Hello, hello? Are you there? Adam, can you hear me? Yeah, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. What's on your mind tonight? All right, great. So uh, the last guy was right on some points, but uh, I disagreed with the uh, AI thing because from what I understand, uh, the AI is what's going to be hurting us up. Um, and I always love our technology is going to be useless because they're so far ahead of us. They're going to be using whatever we have against us. But um, I believe in the uh, seven galactic uh, ent- entities and that we are uh, basically it's been called down from on high that we uh we basically are supposed to be uh seeing some shit happen here real soon it is going to go down and uh like we didn't pass the test of ascension of humanity on a whole and uh basically the Anunnaki are going to be on the ground when it goes down but i believe that like coronavirus is already basically are you still there i'm still here i'm listening all right. Yeah. Coronavirus is like the first step, except we implemented ourselves because, um, like, I think that it's like a, a biological nanotech that attacks our respiratory system. And I mean, <clears throat> I believe that the, uh, the elite, the elite believe that they're going to like have their bases on Mars to run away to whenever the shit goes down. But, uh, you know, I think the people that leave are going to be kind of be messed. They're they're going to be messed up because um, we're supposed to be here on Earth. So when you die, you're, I mean, your soul progression, they're going to be messing up with their their evolution of the souls. And in a sense, like whatever happens is supposed to happen, and uh, we're going to be okay. You know, like, but I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain, but. I don't know. You following me a little bit? <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. So, so you have you have faith in humanity that we're going to be okay. I'm wi- I'm with you there. Like I said, this is a like I said. Uh, don't don't take this as doom and gloom. I'm not trying to do that. I'm, I'm, there's too much fear out there as it is. I'm kind of doing this as a fun, tongue in cheek kind of thought experiment. So it's okay. Like uh, don't it, 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 we're not, we don't have to be too serious here right now. So you got some good points. I appreciate you calling in. First time caller. You found us on Facebook, I presume. Yeah. Right on. Yep. Right on. Thank, thanks for listening. So, thanks, for uh, thanks for having me as part of the show. And I just wanted to say, you know, um, you know, uh, just hunker down and, uh, you know, love your family and just be the best that you can be and, and promote love. And, and as far as contacting aliens is uh, CNN or whoever, whatever said that, Washington Post. Uh, we're already in contact with aliens. I mean, they're contacting the Palladians are contacting us with the crop circles in England and stuff. And people are leaving messages back like those and the Palladians. They are the good ones. But like, 
I, I was told that the Anunnaki are going to be on the ground in the coming war. And I believe that they're, that we are going to instigate the next world war and we're going to be fighting amongst ourselves. And then basically they're going to come in and finish us off. Now, uh, there's also like what has happened in the past what would they do in the case of uh, an alien invasion well let's see they can hit us with an asteroid or a comet which would be way more powerful than a nuclear bomb or you have a pole shift which basically turns our land masses upside down you can have water in the place of land or land in the place of water and basically rearranges our entire topography and volcanoes eruptions and, and you know there's, there, there, it's not going to be just some chance of guerrilla warfare with some advanced technology. They're going to just do some shit that's going to wipe out most of us. Okay. And hey, then hey, come hey, in and, Adam, Adam, and Adam, deal with quick. the rest of us. Sorry about the language. I, I was going to say, so, come on, we're on the radio, yeah. bro. We're on the radio. Those are, those are my beliefs. On it, and, uh, you know, whatever happens is going to happen. But stick to, stick to love and good intentions, and that will save us all. All right. I appreciate the call. Thanks for it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for, the, thanks for your take tonight. That's Adam from Ohio. Appreciate that. All right. Uh, if you guys are listening to the show tonight, we are talking about alien invasion. And uh, like I said, I like to call this conspiracy speculation theater. And it's, uh, you know, this is not doom and gloom. We're having a good time. Just kind of a, I don't think an alien invasion is imminent. So don't, don't quote me wrong on this. It's just uh, fun to think about, fun to talk about. And so uh, we are taking your phone calls uh, on that topic. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. And let's go to Daryl in New York. What's up, Daryl? You're on Troubled Minds with Mike. How are you? Hey, Hi, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing good great. Good show, good show. Thank you, thank you. What's on your mind tonight? I like, I like, I like Night Stalker's idea about hunkering down in a supermarket. I think that's a great idea. Um, then you'll have enough to eat, and you can make all kinds of like uh, vinegar and baking soda bombs and things like that to defend yourself. That wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah, not bad. But um, I think. I think they're already here, first of all, and I think their technology is so advanced, I think they're they're probably going to be able to control us, like mind control us collectively, and just plug into some kind of collective consciousness that the only way we would be able to survive that is to have, you know, a very, at least 1% of the population has to be on the same mindset to fight that kind of uh, power, you know? Because already, when you hear about, like, people that are abducted, they don't have any control over what's going on when they get abducted. They seem to be able to be, you know, manipulated into being examined and, you know, all kinds of stuff, and they even forget that it even happened. So, you know, it seems like they have amazing technology. Now, if we got our hands on their technology, I think we're even more screwed, <laughs> you know. Um, but I think they would use their technology against, you know, to, to control us more, more, more or less. And as far as annihilating us, maybe they'd need us, you know, around. Or they're just way too outnumbered yet to try to, um, to, try to pull anything. I think they're intimidated by our, our, just our size. But um, I think they're already here. I think uh, their ability to cloak themselves is incredible. And even when you hear about the way they travel, like people that have been on ships, et cetera, or people that have um, witnessed the um, technology themselves, they say that it's almost like they're, they control their spacecrafts with their minds, you know, that they're symbiotic with the um, spacecrafts. And spacecrafts have like exoskeletons. I don't know if you've heard the, that um, story. I've heard it more than once 
in different places, like David Dare. If you know David Adair, he was the one that made a rocket that uh, back in the 70s. He's got a great story. He was on Art Bell for seven hours. He's a rocket scientist. He's a genius. Anyway, he was taken on one of these crafts down at Area 51 that he described almost identical to Bob Lazar's story about Area 51, um, and also very similar to Linda Moulton Howe's story about um, Antarctica's technology, supposedly that um, her whistleblowers have seen, that they have like ambient lighting, and it's been underground for two million years, and it still works, you know, that's been under ice, you know. So it's very similar to what they described Area 51. You can see the curvature of the Earth. I mean, this stuff is like, too many people have described very similar things about it. And we know we didn't build it, you know. We didn't build that kind of technology. If it's really under the earth, it's pretty amazing. So they've been here, and they're probably coming back, or they've never left, or, you know, whoever they left here, they're coming back to get. You know, I'm sure um, anybody that, uh, let's say, died in Area 51, let's say, or Roswell, you know, any of the aliens that we kept in um, in uh, formaldehyde, for example, supposedly under the uh, White House, there's an alien from formaldehyde that Jackie Gleason saw. Anyway, I'm kind of going everywhere with this, but um, I think they've, they've been here, and um, I'm sure it won't be great for us if they decide to invade, but hopefully there's enough good aliens that are going to protect us, you know? Yeah, so, so do you think, though, ones. so... So if you if you think they've been here, do you think there is a danger there? Do you think that uh, you know I, I can see the aspect of people saying, well, if uh, they've you know if they have been here for a while and they wanted to take us over, like you know a hundred years ago would have been the perfect time before all the technology came, right? To where maybe right. we had the ability to fight back. So so I can see that aspect. So I kind of see it as maybe maybe if they are here, it's not a danger because well it, it, they could be at any point if they wanted to be, right? They could have done it already. They would have done it by now. Now they, but we still probably wouldn't be able to, um, you know, compete with their technology. The only thing we have on our side is our numbers. I don't think they could ever outnumber us. But at the rate we're going with these vaccines, maybe they're going to. I don't know. You know, I mean, someone's trying to depopulate us. I don't know if it's the aliens or our own kind. I think it's maybe a little bit of both, for all we know. You know. But yeah. um, that certainly would be the better the better method, you know, something that we wouldn't even notice that we couldn't even put our finger on, you know, if they were going to take over. I don't think it would be an out-and-out -out war. I think that would be too obvious and too easy to protect ourselves, you know. They would do something much more clever. Yeah, what do you I think? Yeah, I agree. So not only that, I mean, there's as far as fighting a war, uh, Gary there had a fantastic point. Like, why would you when you could literally just sit in the... Uh, uh, the the uh, the asteroid field and just fling asteroids at the Earth, you know, and and you, you could literally do that and never have have to risk anything. You just literally just level the Earth and kind of uh, sanitize it of life, and then come take over. You know, I mean, so I I just don't think that that type of fight will ever happen. I think if it if it happens, if it's a thing, right? I think it will be more of like an infiltration type, like something like that. Yeah, that would be too destructive anyway. Why would they want to destroy the planet, you know, because they have to live here, too. I think they'd probably want to leave everything as intact as possible, you know, and divert any asteroids. Hopefully they have the technology to do that and save the uh, physical planet. They don't probably don't care that much about us. We could be replaced or re-engineered, maybe, you know, 
but I'm sure they would do something pretty clever and if they already haven't, you know. And who knows if they're already in place and they are behind a lot of things that are going on as we're speaking, you know. Which would be interesting. is an entirely yeah. other show in and of itself. <laughs> yeah, they're probably listening to your show, you know. <laughs> I hope not. They're probably listening to all these shows. It's probably their best entertainment. They can relate, you know. <laughs> uh, I hope not. That, that oh, terrifies me a little bit. <laughs> Daryl, uh, we're coming but up to the bottom I of the hour. We've got to take link. a break. But uh, oh, go, go okay. ahead. Final, final thought right. while we got you on the phone. we got to take a break in a minute here, though. Go ahead. No, no, for you. Final thought for you, my friend. Oh, oh I was going to say, I, I stuck that link in the um, in the chat um, of those, Al- I think it's called Alicant. Al- oh, I can't remember how to pronounce it. Stephen Greer was researching those, those Alaconda. Oh, I can't pronounce it. What's it called? They're Atacama aliens. They were found in, I think, South America and also in Russia. The, you could see the picture of them. They could fit, I think, in the size of your, in the palm of your hand. And they were alive when they were found. These little things are like, I don't know if they debunked it yet or not, but um, they can possibly be aliens that are really small, that are way more advanced than they are. Apparently, the woman in Russia was playing with it for a week, and then she gave it yogurt and it died. And somehow, its body mysteriously disappeared. But those things look like serious aliens to me, you know? Yeah, um, definitely. I thought that was amazing. He was trying to research, and he had them, you know, researched and uh, x-rayed or done a lot of, as much as they can. And um, their, their DNA is totally not like ours. You know, whatever they are made up of, they have, like, one less rib or, you know, one extra this and something. But yeah, they Darryl. look like little, little, like, metallic aliens. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Good stuff. We'll, we'll revisit anyway. that at some point on this show. I appreciate the call tonight. Thanks a lot. Uh, I uh, will talk to you soon. Hate to cut you off. We're out of time. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. We're talking about a, an alien invasion. Looking to hear from you. 702-957-1037. Don't go anywhere. More after the break. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. We are streaming on Facebook, DLive, and YouTube. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. We are taking your phone calls at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we're talking about an alien invasion tonight. Of course, I'm not implying there's an imminent anything. I'm 
merely just kind of speculating what an actual flesh and blood extraterrestrial type alien invasion would look like. What do you guys think it would look like? It seems like if you ask 100 people, you get 100 different answers, which is exactly the type of conversation I like to have. One more time, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And uh, let's continue, shall we? There's always more good information to talk about. And uh, we'll look at some of the government programs they've put in place in just a sec here. And as we continue talking about this, uh, don't worry, guys. The government is out there looking out for us. <laughs> They're looking out for us. Uh, so uh, I'll, we'll get to that in a sec. Let's go uh, to Beachwood real quick. Beachwood, you're on Trouble Minds with Mike. How are you, my friend? I'm still doing good. And as you said, yeah, the, gov- the government, trust the government. They, they have your best interest. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, that is what I said. <laughs> anyways, I had a, a, a couple points I missed that like, I wanted to bring up about. Uh, is one, you know, the alien invasion could have already happened. And, you know, as a human race, we are domesticated. We are, you know, I, and to a point, I, I have, you know, pets, they're domesticated. But then on this planet, there's certain animals you can't, really domesticate they they haven't reached that point i mean we try there are people that have you know grizzly bears and tigers in cage but those animals aren't truly domesticated uh we're domesticated if i was to invade a planet say i was one of the elite that could get off this planet and go to another planet i would lie Uh, it's just what i would do like i said i would cheat to win but um, so that they, we we may have already been you know tricked the idea of currency ownership everything our ethics uh, everyday life the way we're distracted with entertainment uh, it may have already happened. But then the other the, the positive side of that is you know we live in a five sense reality which is amazing it, it's it's absolutely amazing and like. That's what I like about the show. It's like treasure hunting. For me, it's just about getting out there. You might find something, you might not. But the big question, like, that I forgot to add in was hypothetically, say aliens did invade and they made their presence known and they had better technology than we did by far. Like, you looked at it and you were like, that's the, I can barely even fathom it. Fathom it. If they said something about, like, you know, religion or a spiritual world, would you believe them? If they said, you know, uh, we still don't know where we came from, you know, creationism, there's a God, would you believe it? Because uh, humans have an incredible ability to talk their way in and out of situations. We've been proven the one species that, like, curiosity hasn't killed yet. <laughs> but like if an alien came here Yet. and Yet. He had all this technology, I would be like, you don't want to kill me, man, because you're going to go to hell. <laughs> and I would, I would make, yeah, you don't know. Uh, we don't know. It's, but, but that's reality. You know, um, people believe that. And I also, what I forgot to mention was like, say people, say science tackles our origins and we were from an extraterrestrial race would people be dissatisfied with that and turn to the religious movement? And that's, which uh, I'm, I know that the religious movement is both, 
it's a business for one, and you know there are some people that are religious, and it's fine. Uh, but you know, would that happen? That that's you know, like the question I had. That, yeah, I don't know, yeah. it might stimulate some people's brains and stuff. Definitely, but. definitely. I, I appreciate you tacking on there. Uh, good stuff, as always, Beachwood. We'll, uh, we got to keep on trucking here. We'll talk to you soon, okay? All right, my man. And get the T-shirts ready, man. Okay. I went to the future, so get the, get the trouble buying T-shirts ready. <laughs> okay, you got it, buddy. <laughs> They're coming. Coming to All a right, shop near man. you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the calls, my man. That's Beachwood in Massachusetts. Uh, good stuff as always. All right, we're taking your phone calls tonight, and we're talking about the alien invasion, all right? Now, not the fake one, not the Project Blue Beam, not the government trying to fake us out, nothing like that. We're talking about what happens all right. Like basically like, like I'm calling this tonight, conspiracy speculation theater. And I really like that term because it, you know, it just allows us to really kind of meander through the multiverse. You know what I'm saying? And be able to just kind of, uh, you know, no, no boundaries and just, uh, consider all possibilities. And I think, uh, you know, for a, he- a healthy mind, at least for mine, I think it's uh, it's part of, part of why we do this. Uh, but okay. So in any case, uh, like I said, like I promised as, as we went through the show is that, uh, there is a governmental agency agency, all right? There's a governmental agency out there that's supposed to take care of us, that's supposed to watch over this, that believe it or not, actually actually is is run by nasa and uh hold on i'll show you i I dropped the links in there this seems this is just too good to be true right so this is uh this is from this uh this link i dropped it's from sma.nasa.gov and they have this this actual what would you call it like a sub portion subsection of nasa right and it's called planetary protection like like the planetary Okay. All right. And so there's, it's part of NASA. It's built in guys. So we don't need to worry about any of this stuff because NASA has us covered, right? They've got this planetary protection thing. And this is straight from the website. This is a government website, by the way, that says this planetary protection is the practice of protecting solar system bodies from contamination by earth life and protecting earth from possible life forms that may be returned from other solar system bodies. NASA's Office of Planetary Protection promotes the responsible exploration of the solar system by implementing and developing efforts that protect the science, explored environments, and Earth. NASA's planetary protection policies and requirements ensure safe and verifiable scientific exploration for extraterrestrial life. The main objectives are to, sorry as I laugh (laughs) over here, The, the the main objectives are to, number one, Carefully control forward contamination of other worlds by terrestrial organisms and organic materials carried by spacecraft in order to guarantee the integrity of the search and study of extraterrestrial life if it exists. Right. And we've talked about this kind of cross contaminating uh, as you explore, uh, you know, bringing uh, life from Earth inadvertently and dropping it on Mars type of thing. And then life develops. And then we're like, look, it's aliens and it's not. It's us. So you see, okay, you know, that's good stuff there. It it continues. Number two, the planetary protection, uh, (laughs) uh, the the discipline of NASA here, uh, NASA, which, of course, right, never a straight answer, uh, is this is the second one. They are trying to rigorously preclude backward contamination of Earth by extraterrestrial life or bioactive molecules in returned samples from habitable worlds in order to prevent potentially harmful consequences for humans and the Earth's biosphere. Okay, and which we've talked about, actually. We talked about this in the past of uh, how come there's no task force for this, for, you know, bringing uh, possible, uh, you know, deadly pathogens from Mars or something. Because, of course, right now, that's the next step is bringing things back from other planetary bodies 
to Earth, right? And so if there's some some, some really terrible things in there, at least we know NASA's on the case and uh, they're working on this. So they have this planetary protection uh, sort of umbrella under under NASA. But anyway, I thought it was a little bit funny that they actually had a a portion of NASA called the Planetary Protection Division. And so I thought it was worth mentioning as a, <laughs> no need to worry, guys. <laughs> no need to worry. NASA's on the case. But okay, so as, a, as a, we sit here and I laugh at myself, uh, we're, uh, we're discussing an alien invasion tonight, all right? A uh, conspiracy speculation theater. And what would that look like, all right? Uh, how would we fight back? Would we be able to? Uh, do you think that the, the aliens uh, at all or uh, are interested in this, this planet? Uh, do, or Again, do you think this is all much ado about nothing and we're just kind of laughing here and, and, uh, and, and laughing it up? I don't know. I don't know what to think about this other than I, I enjoy these types of conversations and uh, that's why we do them. But we are taking your phone calls tonight. We've had some fantastic calls. But what is your take on this? If the aliens invaded, all right, that's the premise here. If we got invaded by an alien presence, uh, how do you think that would go down? Do you think there's an actual uh, possible uh, way for us to fight back? Or do you think that uh, pretty much technology-wise, as it lines up, good game, Earth, it would be a wrap? I think that's what we're talking about tonight. And as we continue, uh, taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702 702- Nine five seven one zero three seven, and uh, and uh, yeah, that's that's what's happening. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Mike, and we're as usual. I, I try and have fun conversations, ones that can kind of, you know, take us out of the, the everyday monotony of oh, I don't know, politics <laughs> and the garbage that's in the news cycle. But uh, so we started with this tonight, and this this is a pretty good article I thought from the uh, from the Washington Post, and they uh, they published this on their site. It's uh, headline is this. Contacting aliens could end all life on Earth. Let's stop trying. And that's really the premise of where we started. And uh, and maybe, right? I think I think that's a that's a you know, I think that's a decent premise there of maybe uh, you know, sending that, that Voyager um, mission into space with the golden record and uh, you know, uh, uh, giving basically giving the aliens cliff notes if you guys are old enough to remember what cliff notes are uh, the cliff notes version of what humanity is in this uh, golden record sent out on the voyager probe into space you know telling the aliens uh, well we're here <laughs> come find us uh, it may not have been the best idea but of course you know we're at least we're lucky in the capacity that uh, if aliens are hostile that uh, that probe is going to take you know, tens of thousands of years to get anywhere, most likely. So I think, uh, I think that's probably worth, uh, worth discussing that, um, you know, and with, unless we're sending light, like at the speed of light type signals to alien planets type th- stuff, I, I just don't think it can, it can happen fast enough. You know, maybe 10,000 years from now we might be in trouble, but, uh, I think, I think we probably have bigger problems before we have, you know, have to worry about like the 10,000 years from now, alien invasion or whatever. So anyway, uh, that's what we're talking about tonight. What is your take on this? Again, like I said, do you like this type of conversation? Uh, always taking feedback on the show and uh, looking to hear from you. 702-957-1037. Reading the chat here, uh, TLC in Nevada says, uh, PPPA, Planetary Protection Protocol Agents, are now calling on you, Michael Strange. <laughs> well, thank you. I think in the PPPA, is that, what, is that what they're called now? That sounds that sounds like more uh, government wasted money in red tape, but uh, cool, <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. I'm not sure if you're joking or that's a real thing, but uh, I, I would believe you if it's a real thing. But okay, so uh, now now let's let's move on. So not only do we have NASA looking out for us, which we've pointed out here with the uh, planetary protection agents, right? Uh, there's more. There's uh, this Medi that we were talking about. Uh, the actual. 
Medi.org, okay? And now this is the actual uh, website of, uh, instead of, you know, SETI, the search for extraterrestrial life, this is M-E-T-I, Messaging Extraterrestrial Intelligence, all right? And so uh, this is the actual website, if you guys hadn't seen that, but that's what we were talking about a little bit earlier, as, uh, you know, not just searching. Now, searching is one thing to be, to be you know, to, to say definitively, oh, look, by the way, there might be some aliens out there at, you know, approximately that vector in the sky, right? Like, that's one thing. But it's another thing entirely to be sending out uh, information from, from here uh, to those places to say, hey, by the way, we're here. Right. Like I said, I I'm not so sure that uh, this is too much of a danger, in my opinion, just because we're such a noisy planet. Uh, think about it. All the satellites buzzing around and the space shuttles and the this and that and all the things. And, you know, like the radio waves and, you know, the, the, the I Love Lucy transmissions that are already like light years away in space or whatever. I mean, come on. Like there's there's a lot of stuff going on on this planet that I just don't think we can really be a sort of a, a quiet civilization. Right. And so with that said, if there are extraterrestrial civilizations out there on the hunt, on the look, on the lookout for, you know, uh, I don't, primitives like us, because that's what we would be to them. Right. Prim a primitive civilization. I think they know we're here. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I mean, you know, nothing's definite, of course, but it just doesn't make sense to me that any any alien civilization with any kind of space varying ability would would miss it and be like, oh, that little guy, Earth, the little blue dot over there. Oh, there's people on there. Wow, cool. No, I, I just don't think that's the case. I just don't think that's the case. Uh, but okay, what else do we have here? Uh, so this is an, an actual argument for... Uh, actually against no this is so this is an argue, argument against this is pretty good stuff right I like when they do scientific papers discussing aliens because I mean how awesome is that but this is a, an actual paper called uh, Searching for Trouble written by Mark Buchanan and he's, uh, he's discussing if there is some sort of uh, issue or trouble or any kind of any of this that I'm talking about a danger like an actual danger uh, regarding uh, reaching out to contact aliens. Pretty good stuff here. Like I said, I'm not into uh, reading uh, paper, science, science papers on the air here because it'll put everybody to sleep. But I do want to link it and point it out because, uh, you know, the, there are scientists considering these things. This goes back to actually August of 2016. But uh, it, it's good. It's good, you know, like uh, people actually considering these things, these questions we're talking about in a serious scientific capacity. Again, you know, don't get me wrong. Science is good. It's a good thing. I, I'm not that guy. Uh, it's just that, uh, you know, uh, well, anyway, I digress. But let's go. Let's continue, shall we? There's more. There's some other links here that I want to talk about real quick. Here we go. All right. Now, this is from Forbes. Now, this is pretty cool. And uh, <laughs> exactly where I got that other link from. So this is from uh, this is actually from October 2015. And this one is uh, just as we finish off this conversation tonight. Uh, how the headline is from Forbes uh, again, uh, October 2015. Headline is this. How NASA plans to protect planets against alien invasion. <laughs> yep. Yep, it's out there. It's out there. And uh, these, these are the things that are, uh, are going on here. And uh, I don't know. I, it, we, we talked about it. It's, you know, it's the Office of Planetary Protection is what this thing is actually called. All right. And so, they, you know, they've got some uh, the no risk contamination, the negligible risk, the slight risk, the possible risk. They've got all these broad categories of uh, how not to contaminate the solar system as we do our thing and, you know, visit these other places and stuff. But uh, uh, interestingly, like I said, it's, it's kind of not about that. 
uh, we're, we're talking about much larger things. And as such, let's go to the New York Post. And yeah, yep, that's right. Uh, as of August 2017, the New York Post reported this. The emergency action plan for an alien invasion on Earth. And that's what I'm talking about. Now, that is what I'm talking about. All right. So, uh, again, right. So, unfortunately, we're, we end up uh, talking to Nick Pope again in this article, which is frustrating. But, <laughs> but okay. Uh, let's see. Here we go. A broadcaster utters the words. Theresa May has drawn up an emergency war cabinet who will be briefed immediately regarding protocols of possible alien invasion. A COBRA meeting, the UK's equivalent of the Situation Room, may have already been called. Nick Pope, of course, uh, the former Ministry of Defense UFO advisor, believes, quote, key players would include the Secretary of State for Defense, the Chief of the Defense Staff, and a government chief scientist. And so, yeah, so he, he's insinuating that there's an actual plan in place for if there was an actual alien invasion on earth now of course right uh, the the sources are what the sources are and i linked them so you guys can see where i got the information like i said i'm uh, i'm not in the business of making things up ex- except when i am and then i'll tell you i'll tell you conspiracy speculation theater but a lot of this is based on sources as you can see is that uh, if you if you take some of this stuff some of the scientific conversation or some of this type of thing where uh, you know nick pope believes that he he understands how it would work there would be a emergency meeting and you know that there are protocols in place for this already well sure fine it's one thing to talk about it right but it's another thing entirely to mount a strategic defense what would you call it what would you call it we'll call it we'll call it the sdi the strategic defense initiative uh, of earth right against against an actual alien invasion different right it becomes different uh, and anyway like i said that's the that's the conversation tonight we got a few more minutes left if uh, if you guys have a take on this what do you think about it uh, do you think that uh, if if there was an alien invasion an actual one that we would be uh, have a chance. Uh, how do you think that would go down? And um, do you think we're in any danger whatsoever as we continue to reach into the cosmos and uh, ask ask for attention from from uh, interstellar species? Right? Because it seems like that's what we're that's what we're doing. If uh, we haven't really contacted them yet, if they haven't noticed us, we are sure not doing a very good job of staying quiet. And I'm not sure we're supposed to. So there it is. Like I said, a few more minutes for you. If you have a take on this, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And uh, we're uh, just here kind of talking about alien invasions. And uh, like I said, conspiracy speculation theater a little bit. And uh, what this means, uh, what all this is about. And uh, like I said, uh, nothing's imminent here. I'm not trying to imply anything or none of that. Please, again, don't take me wrong. You got to throw the disclaimers out there because people hear you say one thing and uh, they hear something else entirely. So uh, that's not what I'm saying. I don't think this is imminent. I don't think we have anything to worry about. Uh, I think we're okay. I think there's going to be no problems here. And uh, but it is fun to talk about. It is fun to think about. So that's what we're doing tonight. So as we as you know, as we continue and do this show, uh, this show goes uh, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, If you guys didn't know, I also do a a news show on Monday and Friday at 3 p.m., and that uh, happens on Twitch exclusively. We do that live and kind of go through the news cycle and talk about some specific news stories that uh, probably don't get mentioned enough. I think that's, that's, that's really the premise of that whole show is kind of looking at news cycles from a different way. And uh, of course, as you know, uh, since I watch these news cycles, they end up as shows like this, as you see some of these uh, 
these fantastic uh, um, uh, things pop out from who knows where the Washington Post or the New York Times or who knows who are, wherever this stuff comes from. Good stuff. Um, let's see. Timothy says in the chat, preserve, read the agenda for sustainable living. What's up? What's up? Good stuff there. Good stuff. Uh, looking to hear from you, Tim, if you want to uh, give us your take on this. I know you've got a smart stuff to say all the time. What's up, uh, Joshua there? All right. All right, guys. All right, guys. So we're, as we finish this up, got a couple minutes left for you. 702-957-1037. What would an alien invasion look like? And do you think we have any reason to be afraid of this? And it's been explored a little bit by some some other folks, you know, like uh, there's that Mysterious Universe podcast. They've uh, they've done one of these. This is an article written by Brett Swanser. And uh uh, you know, uh, alien invasion. Could it really happen? And how would it play out? So there's there's some information out there where, like I said, I was a little bit shocked that there was a lot of kind of a lot of information uh, about people speculating about this, which is fun to me. It's fun. I mean, I'm not trying to like save the planet from imminent doom or anything like that, but it is a kind of one of those fun thought experiments in, uh, you know, and at least from a human perspective. Because how would we know? I mean, we don't even know what aliens are at this point, right? I mean, they could be these little balls of light. They could be, you know, those Tic Tacs flying in the air. Those could not be, maybe not craft. Maybe those are the actual aliens themselves. Who knows? I mean, this, the, it is really all over the place. And maybe they're here and they're watching us and they're doing all the things. And us, we're just trying to get by, right? And we're just trying to do our thing and not destroy the planet and not start World War III. Because I think, well, that's noble enough in itself, right? Am I right? If only the governments of the world thought in a similar fashion. But okay, so as we finish, like I said, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is when we do Troubled Minds. 7 p.m. Pacific, we do it on DLive, Facebook, and YouTube. We broadcast live on the Fringe FM. Thank you to Joe Roop for uh, giving us a spot here to talk about these things late into the night to broadcast all over the world. And uh, if you're into this type of talk, don't go anywhere. After this show comes Joe Roop Lighting the Void, which is a, a, a more fantastic talk about all kinds of fantastic things. So, as we finish, as we finish this up, I hope you had a good time. I hope that uh, these conversations hopefully bring out uh, maybe just a different way for you to look at the world, because uh, that's really what this is all about. That's what the conversation is to me. And uh, just to let you know, the world isn't what it, we're being told for sure. Uh, I don't know, you know, I don't know about the, the aliens questions or any of the rest of that. Like I said, I'm not the answers guy. Please don't mistake me for that guy. I'm just here trying to have a good conversation and ask some questions with you. So, like I said, if you enjoyed this type of thing, please, please, please spread the word. Let people know, hey, come come check out the Fringe FM. Look at this guy, Michael Strange. They're talking about alien invasions for crying out loud. Spread the word. Let people know. Good conversation happening here. Like I said, thanks for hanging out with us. You guys are the best. Yeah, you make my world go around, and I appreciate it quite a lot. As for now, we're done. Stay tuned for Joe Roop Lighting the Void. Be sure, be strong, be true. One more hour of Troubled Minds on DLive, YouTube, and Facebook. Thank you for listening. From our Troubled Minds to yours, have a great night.
Okay, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are talking about what a an actual alien invasion might look like. And so as a result of that, uh, we've got some some interesting takes from uh, uh, some interesting folks so far, so far some uh, smart people out there kind of thinking out of the box and wondering what an, an alien invasion might look like. And as I stated, uh, it's, it's really hard to tell. Like, I can't it's hard for me to fathom that there's an actual contingency plan, right? Like a governmental contingency plan to, to really take on an alien invasion because there's so many factors you'd have to really, I mean, and, and the possibilities are seriously endless, all right? Unless, of course, we have actual intelligence, right? Actual intel on ET. That's different. All right. That's different. But if we don't, if we're speculating on what it might look like from like a, a layman's perspective, like from my perspective, for instance, I don't know anything. You don't. It's just, you know, I'm pulling from the same information on the internet. But uh, if it, it's really hard for me to believe that the government at large has enough intelligence on extraterrestrials to really formulate a defense plan, a planetary defense plan. I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? What's up, Kelly? What's up, Shelly? Uh, Sherry? Sorry, Shelly. I can't read. Can't read. What's up? What's up, guys? What's up, guys? All right. So um, we're still taking your phone calls. If you guys have uh, have hot takes on this, and uh, what do you think it would look like? Do you think? And of course, you know, we're open to all the other speculations of um, uh, what is e- what is ET? Should we be afraid of them? You know, things like this. I know. I know that uh, some folks have some uh, some good takes on that stuff as well. So we can open up the conversation a little bit further. If you're bored with uh, alien invasions because well you know that's what we do on the show anyway we talk about weird stuff weird stuff uh, all right so let's see what do we got let's say hi to the chat let's go back to the chat for a second kind of catch up on what's going on let's see what do we got who's out there who's out there um <clears throat> uh we got uh, what's up penny we got kate what's up daryl let's see uh let's see da, 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 da. who did i miss i want to make sure i said hello to everybody mr mission control what's up buddy we got a uh, metal dog we got ns what's up guys so what's up guys let's see uh yes i feel better penny yes i didn't catch the details but if you're not feeling well thanks for showing up and hanging out with us tonight do feel better um let's see what else do we have who else is out there hello hello What's up? What's up? Kate says, could be butterfly-like creatures. And that's true. I think that's part of the weirdness of this is that if we if we don't really know what we're expecting, then how can you de- plan for the defense of it, right? I mean, you can't plan for like a the Battle of the Bulge when it's flying saucers coming at you. You know what I'm saying? Like these types of things, it, 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 it does not compute. It, it, it's, not, it's not the same thing at all. But anyway, let's see. What else do we got? Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. What else do we got? Who else is out there? What's up, guys? So uh, taking your phone calls, what do you think about this stuff? 702-957-1037. What's up? Uh, Tam is still here. I'm still here. So I'm still here, too. I'm still here, too. Uh, let's see. Uh, Tim says, with the tech independence comes apathy and people who are oblivious to what's going on. Humans lose their humanity. And yes, yes, exactly. Uh, and I think that's part of this, part of part of a... Uh, well, I mean, in part, I think what's what's why it's important to kind of talk about some things that are uh, outside the realm of reality sometimes, right? Because it, it kind of uh, has a way of snapping people uh, by expanding the brain, thinking about things far out there. It kind of uh, maybe makes you realize uh, the, the, the situation closer. It kind of brings it into better focus, if you know what I'm saying. But okay, so anyway, uh, good stuff there. What's up? 
What's up? Let's see who else is out there. What's up? Robert says the human race has survived every terrestrial calamity so far. Those aliens would not be so much smarter than us if they think we wouldn't survive them. And and again, right? Like we do have numbers. There's like billions of us, and you know that whole bit. So just uh, just just you know, I think that's a good take. There is that. I'm I'm not really worried about that. Uh, to be honest, like I said, it's it's more speculation theater here. Just kind of kicking out some some fun ideas to talk about. What's up, Diane? What's up, Joshua? I see you there. What's up, guys? Let's see. Um, what else? Tim says, uh, I have to read that book. Uh, just the first, the other nine, maybe. I'm not sure which book you mean. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> What's up, guys? We can go back to the, uh, the the planetary defense plan if you guys want to talk about that, which is pretty funny. I thought that was a pretty hilarious thing. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, yeah, you calling? You can come on, Tim. You're up, buddy. Whoever's whoever's calling, you're up next. Uh, let's hear what you think about the alien invasion. And again, like like I said, we're not. Uh, this isn't uh, the geopolitical version of this. This is the uh, out the the conspiracy uh, speculation theater version of this. So it's all good. It's all good. Uh, Elizabeth says, "Are they going to do the big distraction?" Yeah, and I think, like I said, we talk about that often. And that uh, they can, you know, like I say, the conspiracy circles and discussing Project Blue Beam and things like this. Uh, definitely. Um, let's see what else. Uh, yeah, Joe says drop a few more boomsticks and they might show up. That that could be. Maybe check this out. Here's another one: is that maybe they're here and they're hiding, and that's why all these sightings are going through the roof. And this disclosure thing is coming about because they're waiting for that moment for the next nuke to drop somewhere. And then uh, they're going to step in and, and start kicking people's asses or, you know, stop, make it stop. I don't know. I hope so. Cross your fingers, right? Uh, that we have somebody, somebody, uh, looking, look, <laughs> looking out for us. <laughs> somebody, I say uh, anyway, anyway. All right. So uh, still taking your phone calls. 702-957-1037, uh, saying hi to chat, catching up on what, uh, what's going on out there. And, uh, yeah. And sipping some whiskey and sipping some whiskey over here. But okay, so uh, if you have a take on this, we're talking about alien invasions tonight. So let's go back to that fun one because I thought that was pretty hilarious. The actual uh, protection, the protocols. No, no, this was the, what, what was it? This is Earth's best defense against an alien invasion. And uh, this is written by David Grove. Good stuff. Let's go circle back around to this. I know everybody doesn't sit for the whole show. So let's t- uh, take a look at this real quick and uh, consider these possibilities. I think that's what's going on here is that uh, we're, we're considering possibilities is all. And uh, how, how far-fetched? Well, I'll leave that up to you. But, yeah. Uh, Tim says, I bet a whole bunch of UFOs get seen tomorrow. Yeah, I, I, I'm hearing this, that people think that... Uh, that uh, there's there's something afoot, something happening, like it's it's coming, something's coming, right? The age of Aquarius and the UFOs and the all the things. I don't know, like I don't know about all the things. I don't know about all that, but I do know that uh, we can talk about things in particulars, and um, that's what we're doing. So uh, let's see, what else do we got? Who else is out there? Who else is out there? All right, all right. Uh, I think I've got everybody. If I missed if I miss saying hi, just type in the chat where you're listening from, and I'll I'll say hello. Uh, like to be social here. Actually, let's look at this too. This is pretty good. This is pretty good. So this is where I got some of this. This is from Quora, and uh, let's see. Let's uh, share this here. Actually, I got here. We go. I got Axel. Let's go to Axel on Discord. What's up, Axel? You're on Trouble Minds with Mike. How are you, my friend? Hey, Mike. Nice to talk to you again. You as well. Um, I basically was just calling to agree to a a point that you made before uh, the last hour, which is that, um, you know, we have the, we have the technical ability to detect nearby industrial civilizations. If we really wanted to like the engineering of building space telescopes and putting them in an array and 
being pretty good at looking at nearby stars and planets is something we could do if we invested the money in. But if we wanted to destroy a civilization around another star, you know, that's well beyond our technical capabilities. So I do think that any, any hostile alien species probably can detect civilizations way further away than they can blow them up. And so it doesn't seem to make sense about worrying about reaching out to them. Yeah, well, meaning that uh, we're probably safe because it's just the universe is so vast, just the galaxy is so vast that uh, it, it may be moot. I mean, we're talking, you know, maybe thousands, tens of thousands of light years, maybe yes. millions of light years, just just to get a signal from here to there. Right. If there's an alien species that really aggressively wants to kill its neighbors, it, it would find us before it would be able to kill us. And so uh, it's not like we're going to tell them anything that they don't know, really, <laughs> about what's going on in their neighborhood. Yeah, so, so I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I just think that uh, uh, there's much ado about nothing with the uh, you know, people going, oh, no, don't reach out. It's too late. I mean, like, we're, like I said, we're kind of a, a buzzing, noisy planet in space already. So it's not like we're going to suddenly be like, oh, this one laser beam we sent in this exact trajectory is going to let the aliens know we're here. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, they, they, they'd have to have some really specific psychology like, well, for some reason, we only get mad when they try and contact us. Otherwise, we're fine with them being out there on their own. Um, so, yeah, I, I basically agree with that. I think that I think also there's also the thing if there really are alien races out there that do want to wipe out all the races they come across. Probably our only real way to survive would be to contact them and convince them not to kill us. Right. Like Beachwood said, we try and talk our way out of it. No, no. Come on. Yeah. You're making a big mistake. <laughs> no, I we, that was hilarious. Although, although, you know, if you want to put on your I want to put on your conspiracy hat, maybe maybe that is why we've stopped advancing in our uh spacefaring abilities maybe the aliens did contact the governments and were like nah you guys you guys can't have faster than light travel or we're gonna blow you up so you better just sit on it stay there yeah yeah i could buy that like uh there's there's the rumor you know that they the aliens were up there on the moon waiting for us when we landed and they gave us the old uh nope nope <laughs> sorry guys you're not allowed to do this <laughs> yeah basically telling trying to explain to the the uh the mice that they have to stay outside and not inside the house right right exactly <laughs> exactly uh which well i mean uh, i think it's a little different because we we uh right we're not going to go to the moon for actual cheese <laughs> but you right. catch what i mean but yeah i mean i don't know like again there's, there's a lot of uh you know uh, doubts on whether that actually went down of course but but it is it is rumored in the conspiracy circles so i thought it would i'd bring it up as a funny but but yeah i mean i don't know like, uh, like so what about actual alien invasion though like let's say again let's let's throw all those things out that say it, right. it probably won't happen and suspend disbelief for a sec but do you think we have a chance <laughs> if something like that went down? Well, I, I, uh, I don't want to reveal too much because it might be spoilers for a project we might end up doing at some point. I see. Um, <laughs> but uh, but uh, uh, yeah, I think, I think there is. But I do think that is mostly going to be in the realm of, of fic something fictional in the sense that, like, I mean, you could cr craft a scenario in a TV show or a movie or wherever where we would have a chance. I do have to say that I think if we're being you know, what's the most likely outcome if we run into a hostile alien species? It's going to be that, you know, they already control much more territory than we do. They're already much more advanced, you know, and they're just going to be dictating whatever terms 
they'd either be dictating whatever terms they want to us, or it'd be a situation that was like, you know, in our world with like colonialization or uh, the displacement of, you know, the indigenous people, of the Western hemisphere, where they're going to be in so much a better position to play one human government off against the other human governments to get what they want. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, of course. Well, I, I don't even think there'd be any negotiation. It, it would literally be like, they they name the terms and it's like take it or leave yeah. it in we're 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 moving in you know you want to well, play it, ball or you don't sorry go ahead it depends it, it depends how I guess how you know the the reason why the Europeans couldn't just conquer the Western Hemisphere immediately is you know you couldn't bring that many people over and so if it's if it's a situation where you know individual spaceships just aren't very powerful and there aren't very many of them at a time I could see them taking the approach of well. Which one of you governments wants some of this advanced technology? Okay, here's what we need you to do. <laughs> you know, uh, and so I could maybe see it not being like an overt. We're just gonna, you know, drop an asteroid on the planet. Um, but I just think that we, you know, I, I can't think of a time in history where uh, uh, that worked out where people all got together on the same page and were like, "No, we're not going to deal with these outsiders that have stuff we want." Except maybe Japan. Although even then we ended up having forced them to open their markets to us. Right. Well, I mean, and, and I think like, again, geopolitics is going to have nothing on this. I mean, <laughs> it's called exopolitics actually, right? That's what uh, Dr. Michael Sala calls it. Have you ever heard that? Um, no, although, I mean, the term makes sense, but yeah, I just think like, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, I just think that, you know, they're going to know so much more about the galactic situation than we do they can strike at us directly. We wouldn't have any ability to strike back. You know, they have stuff that every government in the world would desperately want. You know, I think they would just hold all the cards and they would probably in short order end up getting whatever it was they wanted for whatever they are willing to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and then there's the whole, they're here to eat us. And then of course, well, there's no negotiating at all. It's just, uh, <laughs> they just take us and eat us. Right. I mean, there's that. Well, not, you, you'd, want a, you'd want a sustainable supply of humans, right? So, you'd, you know, you've got to, you'd have to do some, like I said before once, you know, you'd have to engage in wildlife management of the human race. You'd have to be like, okay, we want, you know, we have demand for 50,000 people a year. <laughs> you guys got to come up with that. <laughs> at least, at least that, at least that. And so, so some, some have actually suggested that uh, we already live in a zoo of sorts, that zoo hypothesis, right? Is that uh, they're here but they're watching us from that kind of that Star Trek perspective of uh, they can't really mess with us. So they're kind of uh, managing it as a wildlife preserve anyway. <laughs> so maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll confess that I'm if you ask me what the most likely extraterrestrial contact scenario would be, I think it probably would be. I think probably just the way, you know, interstellar travel is likely to work would be that they just economically it wouldn't make any sense for them to come here it's not like they're going to make money off of it or um, we really have anything that they would desperately need that they couldn't get somewhere else so i do have a feeling you probably would be dealing with you know diplomats and they they'd want some sort of cultural exchange if they're interested in meeting other people because i just don't i mean you'd have to have a really specific set of physics where it makes sense to take stuff that is, you know, hundreds of light years away from your home world and bring it back to your home world. You know, I mean, there's the reason why we really haven't done any space exploration in the last 30 years is like largely because there's no public will for like a big investment in stuff that doesn't have a payoff. 
Yeah, yeah. Like uh, it's it's just like pure logistics, right? It, like it makes sense. There there'd be something closer that they need. They wouldn't have to come all the way out here unless they were specifically trying to pick a fight, right? Which of course, yeah, is the problem. Or or they or they'd be a race that is like we're willing to devote a lot of time and energy to things that don't have a material payoff, which is possible. But then that also probably means you know they're not here looking for a material payoff. They're not looking to be like, well, how can we get something out of this? You know what I you know what I mean? Yeah, it seems so non-alien actually. Just just meaning that uh, of course I don't presume to know motivations of aliens, but uh, that they wouldn't be kind of running under the profit motive you know what i'm saying <laughs> it just yeah it seems like they'd be past that at some point and in contact and things like that would probably be a little more likely in my opinion or or decimation or war or whatever like who knows like actually taking it over but i still i still think that at some point right like i'd like to believe that uh i think eventually we evolve into something great and if that means that uh to, to be the spacefaring civilization in the star trek you know post-scarcity type of situation i think that uh they would too right i mean i don't know i don't know yeah i i'm, I'm pretty bull i mean the pro- i'm pretty bullish in the medium term of like humanity doing a lot of like near earth space exploration and like space construction i think that's totally possible but i do think that all the all the going to other star systems things is possible but it's possible contingent on us figuring out some principle of physics we don't understand right now that makes it possible to travel those distances you know within a couple of years or whatever yeah yeah for sure it, uh, i don't know like like again trying trying to figure out the uh, the motivations of aliens is alien in and of itself right it's one of those weird right. things where I don't know. I don't know. Like, like I said, it's fun to think about, is it not? Like, I don't have answers to this, but uh, it is definitely fun to kind of kick the can back and forth and uh, maybe decide what the hell's actually going on. It's fun to speculate about. I agree. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anything else while we got you on, my man? No, that's it. Um, I'll, I'll listen to the show. It's a good show tonight, and I'll listen to the rest of it. Appreciate it. We're going to do a uh, D&D night with Axel, some role-playing stuff coming to a... Uh, we, we, we messed up on Sunday, so it's coming. We'll it's announce fine. it as we get close, and uh, thanks uh, for Yeah, that. I just say I, I can't speculate too closely about what an alien invasion might look like for that reason. Oh, I see. <laughs> wink, wink. Wink, wink. Gotcha. Yeah. Some role-play action. All right. I appreciate it, Axel. We'll talk to you soon, okay? All right. Thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. There thanks. you go. There you go, guys. You guys want to be part of the show? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. That's Axel from uh, Twitter, and uh, met him over there, a fine fellow, and he's going to do some uh, some dungeon mastering for us, and uh, we're going to we're going to play some uh, some role playing games and stream it for you guys if you guys are interested in that. So we'll have some fun with some X Files theme type stuff, and uh, he's uh, giving you a little bit of hints right there, a little bit of hints. But okay, so uh, we're still taking your phone calls. We're talking about an alien invasion, guys, like an actual alien invasion, and speculating what that what that might mean, right? If it's uh, if it's going to be not the fake alien invasion, not the Project Blue Beam, not that thing. The other thing, right? The the actual, the aliens show up. What would that look like? What Do you think it's something we should be af- af- afraid of? Or do you think that, uh, let's say, if it did happen, we stood a chance in actually um, dealing with them? Uh, I think that's, that's a, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Uh, Jay says, I, I still will be the guy collecting firewood. There you go. <laughs> go get the firewood. Go get the beers and the firewood. And uh, that's a and d joke when you're out camping. Uh, okay, well, good night, Fred. Thanks for hanging out with us. Let's see. Going to the chat. What's up, guys? I see you out there. 
What else is going on? Looking to hear from you guys. 702-957-1037. What do you think about a possible alien invasion and uh, the rest of that stuff? Uh, let's see. NS says aliens roll a natural 20 to destroy Earth. Exactly. <laughs> maybe that's what happens. <laughs> maybe that's what goes down. I hope not, but maybe that's what goes down. But okay, so uh, as we continue talking about this stuff, alien invasion, right? And it's not just uh, it's not just the Project Bluebeam style. We've talked about that in other times. We're talking about the actual thing. What happens if aliens actually come to Earth and they are hostile, right? Very much like uh, the movie Signs or very much like uh, War of the Worlds back in the day or very much like uh, Independence Day, things like this, right? That Hollywood loves to, you know, uh, what, what was that cartoon crazy one? Uh, something on Mars, Mars, Atta- Mars Attacks. Yes, that's what it was called, right? Like Hollywood loves to does, do this where it's uh, they pit us against the extraterrestrials. Then it makes for great a great plot device and we end up, uh, you know, defeating the bad guys of course because go humans right marica marica we're gonna win this fight uh but uh i don't know i don't know so what do you guys think uh regarding that what do you think it would look like if aliens were actually hostile and uh what what uh what yeah that's the conversation tonight so let's go back to this real quick this is this is a, a pretty funny article from uh uh, actually, this is this is from Cora, real quick. No, no, no. Let's go to the f- funny one. Uh, nah. Let's let's do none of the above. Let's do none of the above. Let's go to Jay, or let's go to Ash. Actually, Ash, are you there, buddy? We got Ash the reptilian, maybe tuning in from Mars, and then we got Jay after that. What's up, Ash? Are you there, buddy? Test one, two. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, don't 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 worry about the alien invasion. Just just sit at home, relax. Just kick up your feet, watch YouTube and TikTok. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'll, when I take over, everything's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Just... Don't don't worry about it, okay? Just uh, yeah, just, yeah that's, that's well. I mean, come on, look at your human leadership. It's not that good anyway, right? Come on, you could do better. <laughs> it's, it's Meaning, good, I could do better. Oh right, right. When I enslave you, it's so a, it's yeah. a good trade it's to just, make. Uh, one 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 uh, bad ruler for another, no problem, right? No sweat, no sweat. W- welcome to the show, my friend. Can't be any doing? worse. No, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> What's up? How are you doing, man? Doing good, doing good. Just uh, doing our thing, man. Talking about aliens tonight. Uh, I, I I found this article. Uh, I don't know if you're listening for the whole show. I'll just fill you in real quick. And uh, they they uh, it's from the the Washington Post, and the headline is "Contacting Aliens Could End All Life on Earth." Let's stop trying, right? So clearly, they're they're saying that we're going to provoke some sort of uh, alien hostility, and so you know, you know me, and I start like like to drink a lot of the maybe juice. I was like, wait a minute, what about an actual alien invasion? What is that? And so, well, yeah, that's what we're talking about tonight. Have you have you actually considered the logistics of a real alien invasion, there, Ash? Yeah, um, honestly, it's one of the biggest reasons I even started. Come on in and call on in if you remember. I was the crazy guy talking about mantises and and but you know I do the show. I come on every Wednesday. By the way, I'll be on tomorrow night. Um, and we we talk about all kinds of stuff. But there's seriously something that is tr- that does trouble my mind, and that is that if you actually do investigate these sort of things and you look around, you it's 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 a confusing mess of what's what's real and what isn't. But if you peel that back and you look at like the abduction phenomenon, you start to come to this conclusion because there's a lot of consistency there that there is potentially an evasion already happening. Um, I just got uh, Richard Dolan's book. Uh, oh gosh, what's it called? 
um, Alien Agendas or something like that, where he kind of goes through the data and compiles it. Um, and, and you know, there's there seems to be a lot of different beings, potentially. But there's already one that is active with the, with this planet, uh, and they're these tall, like insectoid things. And if if you go through the lore, you can get hints of them through all throughout. Like uh, supposedly talking to presidents, or um, you know, if you look at like the Men in Black, it was a bug, or um, Encounters of a Third Kind. You can kind of see one for like a couple frames. They, there's hints of this of this hive, this 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 thing. And in in his book, uh, I'll stick with his material, uh, Richard Dolan describes him as the most powerful extraterrestrial race that that interacts with Earth and almost seems as if they have either the blessing or they just go right beyond our government. And and it's it's an issue, man. It's been going on for a while and it's still going on where they've created these hybrids that they've basically they've created like humans that look like us. And it's such a weird subject, and people don't talk about it. The UFO uh, community just looks the other way, but it it could be the most important subject. And I always, I almost wonder if disclosure is coming out because of these beings. Um, recently, uh, there was a movie on Netflix where uh, there's like a hybrid kid who's like half deer, and then a week later, Robert Downey Jr. Um, he posted, "Get ready for the hybrid children," and there's like a weird video of like a half eagle half human baby robotic thing that got going on so anyway it's 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 really weird subject it's 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 it, i don't know what's going on with it and whatever but if if it, it seems as if these beings for whatever reason have created their own instance that can exist here um and anyway yeah i just it just it just irks me cuz no one talks about it and it seems like such a sub, important subject um, if it is true, and there's a lot of evidence for it. Well, uh, uh, a lot of evidence. I don't know. Like if you look at the Dr. David Jacobs stuff, that that stuff always creeps me out, right? Because it, it, he says he has like this small geographic area around Philadelphia, and he's finding tons of people that have been abducted. All right, and then he goes on to say that if it's happening like that in just his tiny area, that he he you know finds these people through these regression hypnosis things that have been abducted and multiple times even. That uh, if it's happening, you know, around him, it's happening everywhere, all over the damn world, and that's that's the stuff that creeps you out, right? When you start looking at evidence like that, but I don't know, like beyond that, I'm not so sure, man. Evidence wise, I'll just I'll just leave it at that. We can, uh, you'll have to convince me. You'll have to show me some mantis aliens, and then we'll uh, then I'll, then I'll probably crap my pants, and you know, it'll be it'll be a bad day. And that's fair, man. It's fair that you can. You can, there's, you know, it's almost like the, the skepticism is there for, for people to have their cognitive dissonance. So they could be like, well, maybe it's not, it's bullcrap, right? So you can sleep at night, right? Because honestly, it is, it is terrifying. It's a terrifying thing, but like, you know, it's got as much evidence as anything else. <laughs> In my opinion, you know, it's like, uh, you know, those, uh, this TikTok video is released with radar data and all this stuff. Meanwhile, you got like some of these uh, guys debunking them, and I'm doing air quotes as birds. <laughs> it's like no matter what you put out there, you know, at some point you could you could debunk them. But um, you know these these are millions of people across the planet. I mean, it's like a percentage of the population, like one to three percent of the population. People have missing time, whatever, and it's 
very typical story where they like think something's wrong or they saw a light they kind of remember something they uh they seek regressive therapy um and they have very similar experiences where there's this commonality and this this event is happening it's covert so i mean what else would be an alien invasion and it's weird because the whole experience is weird because it's aliens <laughs> alien alien you know is an alien experience an alien force and um man if we just if we just slowly get conquered and it's because like people just didn't want to talk about it because it's icky it just seems like such a dumb dumb way to lose you know and uh anyway i think <laughs> i i just you're right you know it's you're like totally right it, we're like we were too embarrassed to talk about it so we couldn't drop an actual formula to fight back so we just got taken over <laughs> congratulations yep Yep, yep. And, and I always wonder, like, uh, you know, Tom DeLonge and those crews say they're in a chess game against the others, right? Maybe that's who they're talking about. Maybe some of these events that we see are part of it. And, um, you know, we're, we're kind of, there's this grand chess game going on. We don't really understand it. Or maybe, like, maybe the vaccine has something in it, right? That, like, um, maybe it was involved in this. I, who knows what, what kind of grand chess game is going on. Supposedly that's what they claim. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. I know I always bring it up guys. And um, it's, it's not like my claim of fame or anything. I, I am genuinely concerned about this. And so um, I think it's important. I think that if you, if you really want to know like what are aliens and what, what are they doing? I think that's a really good spot to look, and, and you can look for yourself. Um, I even have a photo of one, like um, one interdimensionally there, which is kind of interesting. That was um, caught by some uh, Japanese photographer, and then he went and developed his. Um, he looked at his photos later, and he saw something in it, and it was on like Japanese TV, and people were like, "Oh, what is that?" Um, so anyway, uh, you say alien invasion, and who knows? It could be taken. It could be more covert, you know. Maybe they don't need to like bomb us. Maybe they've already won. They we just they met with the government and was like, "Hey, look, you know, we just take you out whenever we want." So this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna slowly take over your population. Um, there's nothing you can do about it. Maybe the government can't do anything about it, and that's why they never disclosed. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I just want to pop in and talk about that uh, opportunity to talk about. Mantis aliens, so. <laughs> mantis, mantis aliens, mantis aliens. All right, let's get your take then real fast before you got to go. Uh, you, you can stay if you want, you know, but if you got to bounce, that's cool. Your take real fast bef- before you do go, if you're going. I'm trying to get an answer here. But if, uh, if, if we are invaded, do you think we have a shot at fighting back? I don't think... I think that with the vastness of time and space, the chances that we somehow manifest as a civilization in, in, in a, such a short window of time without the, the maintenance of some third-party extraterrestrial race seems impossible. Meaning, if they were here before, they're here now. And they're going to be here in the future. So, whatever... It, it, you know, if if like it's like the planet, right? We're developed, whatever. There's still indigenous cultures out in the jungle, and when we discover them, we keep tabs on them. But at the end of the day, those cultures are within our global system. 
like it's not like they're going to develop <laughs> independently enough that they can like demand their own isolation it's like no it's like there's no reason for us to invade them or do anything with them until there is a reason until they're like you know we need to bulldoze their their land or uh they start attacking like local villages but at at no point uh is their sovereignty their own right they're already within a system just like this galaxy you know is all whatever when we wherever we are whatever is going on right now we are within something else's system that is already here so you know like whatever that means man like we're allowed to be what we are it's it's because because we're part of that we're allowed to be and until we cross a line maybe they may be hands off right right like you know uh the ufos visiting our nuclear facilities um you know there was a flurry of ufo activity and then there was a a wave of ufos that flew over the white house shortly after that and then supposedly our government wet, met with extraterrestrials and you and i have got done shows where they talk about the um the our uh, extra dimensional basically friends so uh, i suspect that we're already in communication um Maybe different governments are already in communication with these different extraterrestrials. And other people claim there's lots of different factions. And there is some sort of exopolitical game, chess game being played out. Uh, you know, if you look at like what's being played out today, it almost seems like someone is dictating to our elites and they're dictating to us. And they're trying to reel it in versus us as free people voting in the elites and then them working working on our behalf it's like no no it seems like there's dictation coming from a third party someone else or something um yeah so alien invasion i mean but probably it's there's no need right we're already it's already done deal i imagine so let's just hope the deals doesn't suck <laughs> let's hope our, our reptilian overlords don't aren't aren't, aren't jerks right like let's, you know or let's hope uh, bill gates and henry kissinger made a good deal on our behalf <laughs> <laughs> oh god henry kissinger the man of the deals exactly. oh man he re- he really made a good deal with china wow we that was really good for america good job henry kissinger nice work, he, he was the politician who uh who worked who worked with China for like for the last like twenty years? He thought that if we if we cut China in on trade deals and the and the trade network and stuff, that they would see the light of capitalism and uh, and uh, <laughs> and become a free country and an ally. And uh, yeah, yeah. So why the hell that not? didn't work out. Well, it's, yeah. it's, it's still trying to work itself out. <laughs> Thanks for popping in, Ash. You're the best, bro. What are we doing tomorrow night? Any idea? Ooh, um, send me a message. I don't want to put you on the spot. It's all yeah, fine. no problem. All right, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. All right, cool. see you later. Thanks for popping in, Ash. The reptilian from Mars, guys. Follow him on YouTube. Thanks for uh, popping in, and saying hi, uh, Jay. Hang on, we'll go to we'll do the outro with Jay. Let's go to Kelly. Let's go to Kelly on line one. Kelly from Colorado. You're on Trouble Minds with Mike. How are you, my friend? Oh, good evening, man. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Go right ahead. What's on your mind tonight? Do we have a chance against an alien invasion? 
That answer, in my opinion, would be probably not, no. And the reason why I would say that is because if you have an intergalactic civilization that's roaming around the world and wants to take over, and not, let's say, okay, so like Ash kind of put it in perspective a little bit when he's saying, you know, they're kind of in, you know, your own little section like this galaxy and stuff, you know, there's like, there's like subsections of, uh, or parsecs, or whatever you want to call it, you know what I mean, in Star Wars, but, like, sections of the universes. And, you know, but if there was an alien species, let's first off just go this way. Uh, if there's an alien species and there's laws out there, maybe they would only come here for trade, you know, not to take over a whole population of a planet. Because if you do a whole takeover of a planet, I mean, again... You know, we're talking numbers here, but even numbers would probably be nothing to them. Um, like that one thing you were talking about earlier, the guy was saying, you know, blow up the satellites or whatever. Again, if they're intergalactic spaceships, I'm pretty sure they got some kind of a force field around them that they wouldn't even, you know, have anything to worry about. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, they probably just glide right. Yeah. They probably glide right through that. Okay, yeah. Because they got to worry about like, you know, if you're jumping through gates, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so another you, you, thing to me, you got to appreciate his uh, his his tenacity for planning, though, right? I mean, you know, <laughs> just saying. Yeah, I mean, got to do. But to me, that I, that would probably that'd probably be anything. But it'd be for me if you're looking at a the you know a whole a whole planetary takeover. You you want to look at like that Independence Day, that show Independence Day. That would be a prime example. Because he would come in from a mothership, you would have to be. It would have to be huge. And we're talking about like whole generations of these species on a on a on a on a planet-sized, you know, spaceship or something. It would have to be huge because there would be no reason or any other, you know, what I mean, unless you have weapons that are, you know, very dangerous. Let's just put it that way. But so you would take some smaller ships. And where do and you know if you're scanning the planet, where do you, where do you find most populations at in cities, right? You knock out most cities or just destroy them like they did on Independence Day, and you got millions of people, and then you just gather up the you know the leftovers, and it's almost kind of you know talking about this almost kind of reminds me of that uh, caller way back in the day when he called Art Bell, and he was kind of explaining this is that uh, that these species that. They're not really an alien that we think about. They were more of a, a interdimensional, is what he explained. It was a precursor to the uh, to the um, the Apollo missions that they you know that they came here. And he's saying that when they take over, they want to you know uh, take out you know the the cities, the, po- the most populated areas, and then they would gather everybody else and put them in like camps. That's what he was explaining, if you remember that call. I don't know. It's kind of a famous one. Everybody's heard it. It was on our bell. But, <clears throat> I mean, that's what you would want to do, you know, because you could use those people, you know, as slaves or whatnot, <laughs> or just, you know, get rid of them altogether. But, yeah, you know, if you got to think uh, technology-wise, we probably have no chance. Even if they're saying, oh, let's use nuclear weapons, I mean, look at, I mean, they've already proved it that, you know, these other spaceships or, you know, or UFOs or whatever you want to call them, were flying over our, uh, you know, our, our, um, our military um, um, nuclear, 
nuclear places and they were shutting them all down. So it's not like, uh, you know, that technology to them is, you know, if you can control electricity through that way, I'm pretty sure they're be able to give us, you know, like an EMP and just wipe everything out before they're coming in anyway. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure you want to, uh, yeah, I mean, you want to, uh, you kind of want to know, you you know, I mean, they're not just going to come in full force, you know, out of the blue or nowhere. You, you know, they're going to, I'm pretty sure they put in some time if they want to do something like that. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I, and I think I think the, the funny part about it is, is that, uh, you know, fighting a, uh, basically like, like an earth war isn't it like you know what i mean humans think in terms of like fighting earth wars you know because well we're humans but i'm telling you i'm i'm nearly certain like the shit that would go down in that type of scenario we would have no chance no chance whatsoever because they they would be doing things that we had never even considered right and then if you've never considered it how the hell can you defend against it uh, so thank goodness it's not going on, but but I mean that's the type of thing that kind of you know makes me go uh, no <laughs> no we're not going to win that one. I'm sorry, I'll fight like hell. You guys want me on your side because I'll go down swinging, but I I'm, I just don't have faith that we're going to win that one. <laughs> so hopefully we don't have to we don't have to challenge that, right? I think that's probably the best way here. It's not not really spark an intergalactic war. Let's say that. Let's go with that. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, again, if you want to do that, like, say that again, you know, you, before you even send ground forces, because you're talking about a planet against a spaceship. And, and even though it is a big spaceship, if it ain't planet size, then you got issues. You got, you know, so that's why you would take out probably all the big cities. Cause there's millions of people in there, all these cities. And most, you know, that's why you hear all these things about people saying that the planet is overpopulated, which it isn't. It's the cities that are overpopulated. And that's it. So if you take out all that, I mean, there's, I mean, there's millions. I mean, almost half the planet probably in, in just cities alone. And then you just gather them all up, you know, but that would be the ground force. You know, the whoever's, whoever's left over, you, you better fight like hell. You know what I mean? Because who knows what other technology they got, you know, they probably just send in drones or, you know what I mean? They're going to, they're going to, you know, heat, x-ray vision, all that shit. I'm pretty sure they got it all. You know, you, where do you, where else are you going to go to what would be like underground, which is kind of like the old, you know, the ancient people did, you know, was it because of flooding or was it because of a, an attack or something? Cause you know, you have places like over in Turkey where I can't remember the name of it right now, you know, by by any means right now, for some reason, <clears throat> but yeah, they had like, uh, you know, it was probably like they dug like 10 stories down, you know, and they had it positioned, and what was interesting was they said they, they you know, it didn't collapse anywhere, and you know, because they had where they had the the towers all down for each level, they, you know, it could hold, I don't know, a couple thousand people and cattle and all kind of shit. God, I can't remember the name of that right now, but yeah, I mean, that's the only way you're gonna probably be defensive is to, to go underground. And if you see like most of these um, Star Wars or whatnot like that. You see these guys, you know, like the rebels, the rebel bases are what, mostly, you know, inside of a mountain or underground or something. That'd probably be the safest place, you know, to have bombardment coming in from, you know, from outer space into your atmosphere would be underground. Yeah, like a Cheyenne Mountain, right? Close those big doors that take 12 hours to close <laughs> and you're safe. <laughs> That's exactly like a Hoth in particular from Empire Strikes Back. They were kind of in that mountain in the ice, like kind of in the underground defense spot there. So, yeah, I mean, that makes sense, right? 
And there are some uh, some some anomalous things that have uh, you know underground caverns that they don't know how old they are type stuff. They were clearly dug by people, at least they think people, and so you know not Bigfoot. I mean, but uh, but I mean who knows? Like maybe like you said, maybe something like this has happened before in the past, as 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 has been speculated. I don't know. I don't know those answers, but uh, it, it is fun to think about, right? Yeah, uh, there's uh, here's a couple things that's interesting. Was that uh, a defense for for something like this? I don't know if you ever heard or came across this story, but there's one. <clears throat> it's uh, it's called the um, what do they call them again? They call them. Uh, it was in Siberia, and they they called them the cauldrons of Siberia. And what it was is that these people were saying from you know the locals that were inside there. And actually, there were scientists that went down inside there and actually found, kind of looked like the area where it would be. But they said these cauldrons would come up out of the swamp waters and, you know, they would open up and, you know, they look gold-shaped. You know, they kind of drew what they look like. And it looks like, you know, just like a a gold, I don't know, like a top of a a bullet or something comes up out of the water. It's a cauldron. And they said they took out, um, like, incoming, um, like, uh, asteroids and whatnot. And, you know, they said after, you know, they would fire the weapons, it would close back up and sink back down into the water. So, you know, there had been a couple expeditions that went down into Siberia, and they believed that they found one area because if somebody was getting sick or something, they had to, you know, leave the area because, you know, they had to, you know, they didn't want to stop their exploration, but they had to because of that that reason. Or another one is actually in the Emerald Tablets of Toth, he actually talks about, that in the near in the you know in the future sometime that there's going to be a uh, what he says a, another people or a, he called it beings that would come from the deep space and they would attack the planet and he says to call upon his spaceship which he buried underneath the sphinx in this you know that's what he wrote down in this book I believe it's in tablet ten or eleven. And he's, you know, he speaks about that. He says, yeah, just call upon my spaceship and defeat him with ease, is what he says. So that'd be an interesting thing to, you know, maybe that's why they kind of close up all the sphinx. There's nothing in there, nothing to see here, nothing to see here. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Uh, well, uh, and there's, you know, it's it's been speculated, too, that the uh, the Akashic record, or at least access to it, is buried beneath the sphinx as well. So I, uh, I wonder, I wonder if it's one and the same, right? You can uh, access it through his spaceship. <laughs> oh, we need we need to write a a fiction series, Kelly. <laughs> Tie it all in together, man. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, so so uh, so I mean, you know, I think that uh, back, you know, back just back to the alien invasion stuff. I, I think that we're screwed. You know, like if it comes to that, we're screwed. But but again, right? Like uh, like like we always say, life finds a way, and that means us too, right? That means us too. And so even though uh, you know humans have put under uh, some serious duress in the past. And it prevailed. So who knows? Who knows? You know, like, I, I, I don't want to give us like a 99% chance of failure. But, uh, you know, uh, even if I do, that still leaves a 1% chance of success. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, I like to believe that at least. That, uh, yeah. You got a puncher's, puncher's chance, you call it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, you know, we're just paying the speculation of just, you know, uh, uh, you know a full on, uh, uh, you know, war with something with an incoming species from outer space. But. You know, if we really think about it, you know, like some people were talking about, they, you know, a lot of people believe that, you know, and, and there's a lot of some, some truths about it, that there's an underlying or underground something that's 
you know, maybe controlling, uh, you know, the ins and outs of what's going on on this planet. And not to saying that, you know, that we have to see, you know, that they need to, you know, that they need to show themselves. Maybe they don't need to, you know, they don't have to show themselves to everybody, just the so-called leaders or whatnot, you know what I mean? That, or the people they put in those places to rule, you know, to get their whatever job they need done. I mean, that's always, you know, and, and not always an outer species, like an outer, outer, outer space species. It could be even an interdimensional Something that's not, you know, up to that. So, you know, it, 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 there's other things you can, you know, it's not just always something that's outer space. Like I said, it could be something that's already infiltrated, you know, in the dark, you know. Like there's a lot of books that talk about that, you know. And the only thing that really else, that, you know, seems to be portrayed throughout the ancients is a lot of the these uh, what the reptilian type species, you know. And then we're talking about statues and drawings and cave drawings. And, you know, it's not just one species. Or I'm pretty sure that it's not something I don't I don't know if it's a galactic where you have to control the whole planet. But maybe it's just an intergalactic trading system somehow that uh, that's how they keep everything somewhat afloat or in the, in the direction they need everything to go. You know, we're just not told of it yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, uh, all that like good, good speculation. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. You know me. I'm, I'm not the guy with those answers. But uh, I do think that uh, kind of considering all the possibilities, uh, it does make you stronger, even if you, you know, wiser, smarter, older, you know, whatever, whatever good terms you want to use. I think talking about these things, even if you even if you're the skeptic and don't you don't believe any of this stuff at all. That's fine by me. I think I think it's still you know there's a there's a place in our mind uh, for reaching into the cosmos, and I think uh, uh, part of this part of this discussion, while we've always done it kind of like we do it, is uh, is part of that. You know, like uh, you you tickle that part of the brain that uh, maybe maybe does wake up some other parts, you know, or or you know shut some down su- shut down some of the worry or who knows, you know. I just I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, hopefully we can hack our brain someday in that capacity by talking about aliens, you know. I don't know. Call me a dreamer. Call me a knucklehead. I have no idea. But uh, somewhere in between, I hope. <laughs> somewhere in between. It's all good. It's all good. Let's wrap this up, Kelly. We're, we're about that time, my man. Oh, yeah. That was about it, man. I just wanted to uh, bring in some of the stuff that, you know, known. If you guys, there's someone else out there hasn't really looked into that, go ahead and check it out. It's called The Cauldrons of Russia or Siberia, but I believe it was in Siberia. And yeah, there's a there's a couple of YouTube videos out there, and they talk about the, you know, and it actually comes from the uh, the team that did the investigation that went to Siberia, you know, and and it's actually pretty interesting too. It's you know the cauldrons, these these things that they say that was, you know, even like the locals. Again, it's like another story that the locals don't know where it came from. It's just that they were there and they seen it come out of the the ground and see what it do, you know, kind of like uh, they think maybe that's what happened with the force that took down over in Russia, they thought, you know, maybe something exploded and took out a whole force. Maybe that's, you know, they're thinking maybe that's the weapon that would, you know, help take that out instead of having that, that asteroid hit that it exploded before and just, you know, caused like a, like a, a big shockwave that took the trees down or something. But yeah, other than that, man, you guys have a good evening and uh, peace to the family. Appreciate it, bro. I, uh, thanks for the call. That's Kelly from Colorado. And uh, thanks for your input, my man. Uh, God bless you and the family. We'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Take it easy. 
Thanks, bro. Have a good night. Have a good night. There you go. There you go. That's Kelly. Good stuff. Good stuff. I appreciate uh, appreciate all you guys calling. Like I said, uh, it uh, it does make for a long show if I'm here talking by myself to myself. It feels because it feels like it, right? You get some feedback in the chat, but if nobody calls, uh, I end up wanting to punch myself in the face by the third hour. And uh, yeah, so thank you, thank you guys for uh, being part of that. And uh, yeah, so I don't know. Like at the end of this, uh, we're going to go with the outro with Jay. We'll bring Jay in in just a sec here, but. Uh, it doesn't matter what we think, right? It, it matters what you think. And uh, like I said, we're this is speculation. We're kind of uh, going out on a, on a limb here and just really, I don't know, like, like maybe talking about things that uh, other people don't. And that's that's part of a good conversation, I think, is, you know, like we could talk lefty, righty, blue, red politics, but holy God, if, <laughs> like, uh, why waste your time with that, right? It's a controlled, it's literally like controlled opposition back and forth. And they, you know, they, they give you the talking points. It's like, oh, okay, that's, that seems healthy. Let's, let's argue their talking points for them, right? No, no, thanks. <laughs> I'm not interested. All right. Uh, uh, thanks for hanging out. I know it's a long show. Let's go to Jay. Let's do the outro with Jay. What's up, Jay? You're on Trouble Minds, my friend. Thanks for being patient. Welcome to the show. How are you, my man? No problem, Mike. Uh, I'm fantastic. It's a pleasure. Hold on. I'm set, shutting the other things down so I don't get the feedback. No I apologize. Problem. No problem. You're good. Um, You're good. How do you do this all the time, man? Fantastic show after fantastic show. You get people to call in and talk about, you know, let's enlighten ourselves. I mean, it amazes me. It, it really does. I'm yeah. lucky. I'm lucky to get all these smart people to call in. Honestly, uh, I just uh, well, yeah. You put a lot of work into it. You really did. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and it shows Thank well. But you know, why is always the question? You know, that's what I look at. You know, the alien invasion topic today had my mind wandering all the way, and all the people that were calling and everything else like that. And to Axel, I'm. I apologize if I was short with you. I was trying to conserve battery, but you know, <laughs> you're, good, you're good, bro. Uh, absolutely. Uh, good, well, I mean, I apologize because I was short with him, you know, you're good, but you're good, bro. you know, it's like, okay, guns are bad. You know, nobody needs any guns. You know, we all need to go to electric. We don't need electric heat. There's a mandate in the big buildings in our community here in New York. Now, that if you're building a multi-unit housing, they all need to have electric heat and electric stoves, you know? So if I wanted to invade a planet that was based completely on electricity, I just whoop them with an EMP pulse. Yeah, now right. nobody has electricity. That, well, that, y'all been yeah. playing with your telephones for the last 10 years. None of you know how to start a fire. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and with, with one blast, we're suddenly all back to the Stone Age. And uh, the cars aren't working because they're not filling gas stations. Uh, gas stations aren't being filled because uh, the, the supply chains are broken. Well, your car's not going to work because it's got all those little chips in it oh, that are going to get fried to the bone. That's true. Only you the know? old cars. I got a 1970. I got a 1979 pickup truck, man. You know what's electric on that? Nothing. The battery and <laughs> the starter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So you, you, you can push that freaking thing yeah. down the road, pop the clutch, and <laughs> that thing's go. going. Yeah. And it's nice. still, it's going to, you might lose the bed because it's rusting off of it, but it'll still go. There you go. It makes it to the dump when I fill it up with crap. When I, you know, you go over to somebody's house and you're ripping it apart and stuff like that. Well, I don't bring the truck I drive around every day to throw the crap in. I bring the POS, 
uh, over there and throw it all on the back of that and throw the car seats in the thing and take the kids up to the dump so they can see all the big trucks and everything. This is where all your crap goes, you know? Yeah, why not? Throw it in the garbage. You know? Why not? Uh, Little lessons. There's going to be some weird stuff. If, if that type of situation happens, just the EMP to talk about it in terrestrial terms for a sec, is that uh, if that goes down, those will be the valuable things, the old the old technology, <laughs> because it's still going to work. Your, your old pickup is still going to run. <laughs> the Teslas will be worth The ones that people go, what, what are you doing with that POS driving it on the road? And I says, it still goes, and I'm throwing crap in it and taking it to the dump. Right. You exactly. know, exactly. And uh, think about a Tesla, right? That thing, that thing won't like, it, it's not even a paperweight anymore. It's just a piece you know? of trash. It's in the way. It's it like doesn't biodegrade. Did you, did you see that thing about the windmill generator blades? The great big, huge ones that they need, you know, 15 trucks to take it to where it's going. You know, there's gotta be a guy in the back steering and three escorts and 15 state troopers. Those things don't decompose. There's a mountain of them, and I don't know. I don't want to say it wrong. Midwestern, somewhere around the you know the arch, a little bit further west than that. There's a great big huge dump of them there. It's a mountain of them. Texas right now. My dad's an escort driver. He's retired, and that's what he does for fun. When he's retired. He drives super sized loads over the highway with his van behind it with all the flashies <laughs> on it. Nice. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> but um anyway the there's a mountain of them they take them out there and they just throw them in a pile they're building a mountain of windmill thousands and thousands of years those fiberglass and you know steel rods and everything else like that before they'll decompose they tried cutting them in half they got microbes out there you know doing all kinds of studies and stuff like that how do we get rid of all the scrap because you know, an ice storm comes down through Texas and, you know, they bought the cheaper blades because you don't have ice in Texas. And holy shit, you know, now we need 50,000 of them. They're begging for people to just escort, not drive the truck with a thing on it, escort it. You know, they can't get them. That's crazy to me. That's crazy. You know, that seems like an easy job. You drive a little truck with the lights on it. <laughs> No special yeah, license. Required. Eight miles an hour down the highway with yeah. something that's like 190 feet long. <laughs> you know, <laughs> nice. My dad loves it. You know, he loves it. It's great. You know, I'm trying to get him to listen to your show when he's driving down the road. Nice, but. nice, nice. So, so, uh, so back back to the aliens. Uh, so, what do you think? Uh, to end this up, do you think we got a shot? So you said the EMP. You'd take if you were the aliens and you wanted to actually make an invasion happen. You just drop the EMP pulse, our electro, electrical grids and satellites, everything would just be busted. We'd be screwed back to the Stone Age, and then you just take over. So I guess I'm inferring you think we have no chance against the hostile alien invasion. <laughs> well, you've been broadcasting live the first two hours of the show from Alpha Centauri. So, I mean, we've got communication <laughs> with these people. That's true. That's true. You, you know, we're talking with Ash on Mars, you know. And actually, we're talking to people all over the world here on the show, which is unbelievably cool yeah that's cool but if i've got a boat that can make it from there and i'm coming here to have some sort of a peeing match we're gonna lose you know 
Yeah, for it's, sure. You know, they they wouldn't, they, they wouldn't they, stick they just, their neck out to to to. They they basically wouldn't give themselves a chance to lose, because why would you? You, you wouldn't have to. Yeah. You wouldn't have to. You'd have to make incredible one inc- incredible blunder after another <laughs> to actually lose. <laughs> but um, whatever, uh, that, which which would make the the perfect plot for the next Independence Day. Independence Day four coming to a theater near you, starring Jay and Mike, and we're going to be the guys that save the universe. <laughs> Tomorrow is the day they're supposed to clo- disclose the UFOs. It's not. And independence is only like two weeks away. They're not going to do it. We know they're not going to do it. No, it's the 25th, you know? I think. The 25th. Hold on. I got the. I, I linked it in the uh, the chat. Bailey made the website. Hold on. Oh, Hold well, I'm, a, I'm ahead of the game. Yeah, I think it's 20. I think it's the 25th. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. It's in here. I'll share this. If you guys haven't seen this, this is an actual countdown uh, website. Don't blame the aliens.com. There you go. I want to bring it up. <laughs> Don't blame the aliens.com. But uh, the, Bailey made this as a countdown uh, not too long ago. And uh, found it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I linked it in. I looked everywhere for it. So there you go. There's the countdown. So 10 days, (laughs) one hour, 55 minutes until UFO disclosure. That's the website. That's the uh, don't blame the aliens.com. I'm going to link it again. Bailey made that monochrome in the chat there. So um, if you want the uh, the actual countdown to when this is supposed to be released, now you know. Now you're in the loop. You're with us. And uh, there it is. There it is. That's awesome. Don't blame the aliens. We got the countdown. Well, uh, I'll keep that up. We'll, we'll, since it's only ten days away, we'll we'll keep that up and keep referencing the the don't blame the aliens dot com. But there's the countdown until UFO disclosure. So there we go. But okay. So so you think probably not. We don't have a chance here, right? Like like against a hostile alien invader, we're screwed. Well, I mean, you go back to War of the Worlds back when they put it on the radio and everything else like that. At the end of the the aliens got the flu and went away. We all need to take care of ourselves and do the right political things with the brick or whatever now to do that. Are we protecting ourselves or are we protecting the aliens? You know, your show and, you know, the other people that I've met through watching your show have blown my mind up. You know, it's just, wow. You know, one comment from one person in the chat or, you know, it's it's we're thinking about these things and we're talking about these things. And I think that's, if we're going to win something like that, it's not going to be us going out there with our slingshots and our marbles shooting at a UFO. No, you know? hell no. No, hell no. Because that one thing that was put on the Discord a couple of days ago where there was like that unbelievable entourage of power going out at something that was a miserable failure. It, do you remember that? No, I'm not sure what you're uh, referencing. A UFO or a, on UAP or whatever they call them nowadays was flying around and they were... You know, every guy out there with a fifty caliber or a grenade launcher or whatever was throwing it up at the thing, and it was just dancing around them like it was nothing. It was uh, just the last couple of days released video. No, I didn't see it. I'll have to check it out. If you can, link it to me. I'd love to see it. Um, I'll have to go and hunt it down. I thought I saw it on the Discord, to be honest with you. But it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay. We can't, I mean, we can't, if you can travel hundreds of thousands or e- even like 
Alpha Centauri. How far away is that? I think it's about twenty thousand. No, I think eight thousand. I think it's like four light years. I think that's what it is. Which seems so four light years. So if we send them a laser saying, "Hey, how are you doing?" You're going to get back to me in four years. One way, one way. Yeah, exactly. So it'll be right. four there, four back. So, uh, eight years at the speed of eight. light. At the speed of light. Yeah. Assuming, right. So assuming, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got to fold it like we did in the cartoon video with the dimensions to be able to do something like that. Yeah, I mean, no, we really no, have to. There's no way. It's not happening. I mean, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're we're uh, we're at the end here, bro. So so final thought. Let's finish this up, man. And I, I got some outro music. I hope you brought a quote with you tonight. I, I I did. I'm prepared. All right. You did your homework. All right. Sweet. So here we go. Uh, your final thought. I'll hit some outro music, and then we'll do your quote. And we'll wrap this up. I got like a minute, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and start, and then I'll start the music as you start talking. All right. So I've been playing with my kids out here because I'm trying to go back to all the things that are on the notebook that the kids were outside all the time because I'm an outside kind of guy and we've been checking out bugs there's a lot of bugs out right now that as somebody who taught insect merit badges camp counselor I can't identify so that whole bug thing that Ash was kind of beating around the bush about and everything else like that might be truly possible and you're talking about something that's tiny you know but another thing that I've always tried to teach the kids is that what I saw with what sometimes goes on and everything else like that it doesn't cost you anything to be nice to people I was a bartender for years and a bar manager for years and one of the owners who used to always use that statement John Fitzgibbons shout out to a dead guy but my kids added to it not a nickel not a penny not a diamond because they called quarters diamonds because they were shiny and that's so true that it doesn't cost you anything to be nice to people not a nickel not a diamond not a penny yes sir if we all come in here and listen to each other and talk and I might disagree with you you might disagree with me we can have a fantastic conversation to maybe enlighten ourselves and send your mind walking down a road that it would have never walked down before. Amen, brother. And Amen, brother. You're preaching to the choir over here. Good stuff, man. Good I, stuff. I, I just, you know, I just, I, I don't know. I really appreciate it, Mike. I really appreciate the fact that, you know, we're getting people from all over the world that come and talk and you know I've seen things I've done things you know built buildings and stuff like that and it's like what the hell are you guys building over here why you know my question is always why always why why is a good question to ask it is a good question to ask thank you Jay for hanging out with us thanks for listening thanks for spreading the word and uh, thanks for being positive about uh, the future of humanity and uh, trying to say let's be nice to each other it's a, it's a good thing it's a good sentiment and I think more people need to hear it so thank you my friend if you're finished let's finish this up yeah I mean join the discord get in there read some of the links you know I'm, I I feel like I'm doing a commercial or something spread the word you know hey guys we're done 
This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. We're here with Jay doing the outro with Jay. Again, uh, we'll be back tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific. We do Monday and Friday, the Troubled Minds News on Twitch at 3 p.m. Pacific. So we're going to keep doing our thing, God willing. We'll be back tomorrow punching. Ash will be here. We'll be talking about some crazy stuff as usual. And uh, thanks again. I know you could be doing a million things right now. And instead, you spent your time with us. So I'm honored. I'm thankful. And uh, I'm hopeful for the future that we can be good to each other. Thank you so much, guys. You guys are an amazing community. And uh, thanks for hanging out with us, Jay. Everybody else, have a fantastic night. We'll We'll see you tomorrow. From our trouble minds to yours, have a great night. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.